didn't like it. Oh, boys, we are back for another week of SBS Fly Fishing Podcast, and what is going on, my good friends? Jesus. Not this fucking 80s song. Oh, I love this 80s <laughs> tune. <laughs> Jay didn't dig that one. I hate the 80s. Oh, they're, no, uh, nothing, bad bands. Hap- <sighs> nothing bad happened in the 80s. The 80s was a fucking train wreck. You were born in the 80s. That I means, know. <laughs> that means your mom and dad did something dirty in the 80s, bro. <laughs> what a train wreck. <laughs> and I came from that. <laughs> so oh, I, I had never heard the song until uh, until it was on a, a show that I had talked to about the show with like three people at your your uh, brother-in-law's, your nephew's birthday party last night. This is like beating around not spot burning a bridge right now, talk. Yeah. Oh, uh, the show is called The Boys. If anyone hasn't seen it, go check it on out on Amazon Prime. It's the funniest show you'll ever see. It's about shitty people being superheroes. And then a group of other shitty people uh, bringing them down. It's awesome. Yeah, my cousin Shane apparently really, really enjoys that. Oh, he, does. he did. 80s was an interesting music period. Oh, I'm, I'm like you. I don't like it. I, it was too off the wall, too many synthesizers, too much crap I for me. I love the 80s. Oh. Yeah, I'll, I'll take Motley Crue. I'll take Motley Crue. Motley Crue's good. I like Motley Crue. Uh, Two yeah, Live Crue. Van Halen was, we'll, we'll call them 70s. How many rides yeah. did we have to go on and, and ha- have that played? We didn't, we didn't know how to control the 
you know, radio as we were kids. We weren't going to touch mm-hmm. that fucking thing. And that's all you rocked. Lately anymore, my son's been, Dad, play Paranoid. Like, all right, bro, we can do that. <laughs> I mean, there was some good rock and roll, but the 80s, like the whole, you know, hip eight. I watched, uh, it's funny, you, we talk about the 80s. Uh, what was the one with Adam Sandler? The Wedding Singer. Mm-hmm. I watched Just that last night. It was on last night. Just, you know. Goes back to the 80s, and I'm like, just, oh, God, flock of seagulls. <laughs> Jesus, no. Al- Alba. There's oh, an, oh, yeah. Oh, God. Horrible. Oh, jeez. I wish Lord the Kiss Army me. would have waged war on Alba. Oh, <laughs> there was some bad. You know, even Rush was bad in the 80s. I, 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 Shut your whore mouth. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't want, I'm not gonna. I don't. I don't agree. Pictures and sounds was. I think was in the 80s. And uh, I like what, that. What, they got into a very hard synthesizer run. They did there from the, what? Yeah. What was that like? 83, four through like nine. It got probably rough. yeah four or five through nine. They had, they had they had a good album in there. Don't get me wrong, but Pictures they had a run. The did it? Yeah, they had a run where it got rough. Yeah. Well. But yes, that was a good one though. Yeah. Yes, you were right. Hey. Tonight's show is being brought to us by a very special dude who, spe- uh, who celebrated a birthday yesterday. Jace, happy birthday, bro. Yay! Happy birthday, Jace. I think it was Thursday or something, but <laughs> thank you very much. Yeah, no order here. One year Living closer in. to AARP. Ah, uh, man, I don't, I'm not worried about the <laughs> discounts. I, you got you to you gotta stay in enough shape. Not round, Chad. Hey, round is a shape. You're right. I know it is, but not Chad's the one like, If I keep it. going, they can just roll me there. Ah, man. Ah. I'll roll across that finish line. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I ain't going to say fishermen are lazy, but some, some got bellies, you know? <laughs> Can't help that, but got to have that. I like that. having a strong-ass pick up the boat, though. Yeah, you got but you got to be able to always be able to up and do it. You know what I mean? You can't, you can't be like, up oh, half a day, I'm, I'm toast. So I still got it, man. I was dragging shit around the other day deer out the woods still and and then i got my you know my uncle turned 50 and he's a guy who brought me into it and i could tell time's taking toll and i'm like damn man just 15 years ago he was my age you know just oh, 15 yeah. years ago now you see what you have to look for well to. and then at that age he helped me drag the deer out now it's all uh they call me i gotta do it i'm that <laughs> guy i'm like yeah i'm skinny bitch uh, so was he. Yeah, I know, <laughs> but I mean, he's got 15 years on me, so I've I got to help, you know what I mean? So we'll get the deer out still, hopefully. Who else are brought to you by, Jace? We are brought to you by Sims Fishing. Find them at simsfishing.com. Predator Fly Gear. Check them out at predatorflygear.com. Why not fishing? If you're traveling around, get on a rapid dock. Eric Sooks. If you're going to tie a fly, tie it on an Eric Sook. Ericsooks.com. Yeti. Yeti.com. <laughs> Hey, tonight's show is being brought to you live from the Urban Fly Company studios. Check Mark out at urbanflycompany.com. He's always building on that site, bro. And Queen City Guiding. Check out him if you uh, steal any trips, materials. Oh, I got one thing. Rain. I got one thing for Ryan. Uh, we've been threatening to, to throw a show up on a Wednesday, and I've been very lackadaisical about doing it. Next Sunday. We're taking the week off. We're br- uh, we're bringing uh, Ryan's show next Sunday. That's my fault, buddy. Sorry. <laughs> I think we got everybody. We're in. Hit them all. All right. Bam. We do have a guest tonight, Brendan Gomez. Uh, you can check him out on Instagram. He's the salty. God damn it. He's the salty stash. We gotta pronounce that for you first. The salty stash, Chad. Try the again. salty stash. There we go. So go check him out. Uh, 
if you guys need a break to uh, check him out. How much time we and have? we are back. Go, you've checked Brendan out. Um, we got about nine minutes. So, uh, what do we want to get into? I have a funny story. If we don't have anything uh, fishing related, there's always things to talk about. It's going to take nine minutes. We got we got time for a funny story. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so. Uh, <clears throat> Bless you. Sorry about that. My wife and my wife and I were going out to eat on Friday. Um, we didn't have our son. I was like, oh, let's uh, let's go out to eat. Let's let's go eat Mexican. So she's like, yes, I love Mexicans and their food. Yeah, awesome. So we went to Mexican, and uh, she called Jay and Abby to come out with us. So Jay called me. He's like, sorry, I was fishing. Yeah, I know. He, yeah, you also got the ring ringling, but uh, yeah. Um, she called Jay and Abby and Jay called me. He's like, I'm going to be late, you know? So, uh, Jay was like, I'm going to be late, but we'll be there. Okay. So we got there at my wife and I got there on time. I'm like, uh, order a drink. I'm like, I got to pee. I put my mask on, got up, went to the bathroom. I'm, I'm midstream. I have my, my member in my hand. And someone in a dark hoodie with a black mask come up comes up behind me and grabs my ass. What in the hell? <laughs> you know, like I turn around midstream, I'm like what is going on here? <laughs> and she was like, "I saw a dude with Metallica shirt. It had to be you." <laughs> I said, that, that, "That's my guy. That's my. Guy. I know that. Guy. I, I know that guy from anywhere. He's the target. He's wearing he's wearing a a Metallica shirt that's two sizes too small. It's got to be my guy. <laughs> hey, if you notice, I'm wearing it again tonight. <laughs> Probably smells like it did that night. Oh, it smells uh, like cigarettes now. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so, um, I had another hilarious story that I had a, a little talk with uh, Chad's wife, and uh, my wife's card got uh, hacked on the internet from uh, ordering too much shit on Amazon. So was she buying two made dildos? Yes, <laughs> they're vibrators, Chad. Uh, <laughs> so, so you know, she had my card because she had to take care of you know paying all of our bills and taking care of life because I don't do anything. And I had to go get the car. I was gonna grab a few things, uh, parts to fix car. And so she was busy with you the client. You were going to get parts to fix a car. Yeah, my car. Really? Yeah. But would you have to drop him off for the guy to fix it? No, no, <laughs> that's I what I was getting at. No, I, I called the guy later on a Saturday. Okay, but anyway, so I call or I call my wife. You know, she could still send the card out. So Ashley calls me. She's like, Jason, where are you at? I'm like, oh, I'm right around. I'm right around the corner. I'll be there in two seconds. From your work. Yeah. Your from, from from your work. You know, she was gonna run the card out because Abby was cutting somebody's hair. And uh, she goes, Are you gonna come in the front or the back? And immediately, I'm like. Where would you like me to come, Ashley? <laughs> and, uh, she just immediately like, fuck. Like, Why did I say that to him? You know, in the front, in the front, immediately. So I know where Chad gets to. Never in the back, right, Chad? Never, Never in, in the, the back. back. Never come in the back. That's what she said. Never in the back. <laughs> so that was my little funny story with his wife. She thinks I'm just the most juvenile person ever. That's because we hang out together. <laughs> it takes one to know one, right? You <laughs> silently egg me on from across the table while we're eating Mexican. I know. Well, if we weren't in public, I would have belly laughed like eight times. <laughs> yeah. He was belly laughing through his nose. Yeah, I was doing the silent. 
<laughs> so what do you guys think? You, we want to go take a break and come back on with, uh, with Brendan? Sure. Sounds great. All righty, guys. On Instagram. What's happening, Brendan? Hey, what's going on, guys? How are you? Thanks for having me. Oh, it's another wonderful day here in uh, western Pennsylvania. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, we're as far away from the salt as you've probably ever been in your life, right? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's that's a hike. <laughs> so, um, speaking of the salt, what what's your bread and butter? What's your go-to? Go-to um, salt. Uh, I mean, so I'm, I'm based, I fish out of Long Island. Um, if you guys could tell by the all the uh, Instagram stuff and, you know, locations, all that, without giving up every single secret spot. But uh, mostly fish out of Montauk, New York. Um, you know, it's it's been... Uh, between striped bass, uh, our, our bluefish, and, of course, the the uh, epic fall run, false albacore, the albies. So that's like the three main species uh, I've been going for lately. So, hey, Brennan, can you uh, can you kind of go through a season with us? Um, I see you, you fish on the or uh, from the surf. I see you fishing in boats, I fe- the three main species. Can you tell us how you transition through the year through the different uh, – the different fish? Oh, yeah, sure. So the, um, there, there's a, a lot we can discuss on that. So um, pretty much like at least as far as the salt goes. Um, uh, so basically every uh, every spring, you know, we'll start seeing fish like, you know, if you're schooly bass, they start coming in like, uh, like you know, April, uh, May, and then, you know, May into June is kind of when, um, uh, you know, you get your your big heavy spring run that's when it kind of kicks off so mostly what we do on the island um is uh you, you know you kind of fish in some of the estuaries and, and back bays um because that's where the fish go initially um you know based on that so uh we'll pretty much we'll, if you don't have a skiff boat which i don't have a skiff but we'll, we'll like to focus on uh, you know we do a lot of weight fishing you know kind of weight the flats out in long island and you can use a fly rod. I mean, you can use um, uh, like a light tackle spinning setup, and uh, you pretty much target these these uh, early spring fish there. Um, the big thing I, without giving away the secret spots, uh, <laughs> the big the big thing I like to focus on is um, we'll we'll target these big big angry uh, gator bluefish, and you're only in like two three feet of water and it, it's pretty gnarly um it's kind of like uh i kind of want to compare it to like this is like our version of like the gt the giant trevally flats fishing um so you, you could you know sometimes get these big big fish that are just cruising in three feet of water um do i know why they're in there based on the whole science of the fish no but i know that's kind of an area we like to target um and then uh, so that's like your big spring run and then Come July, that's hey, kind of when the big the big boat comes out. Sorry, hey ahead. Brendan, um, when you're targeting those big bluefish, what what kind of flies are you throwing? Are you throwing big flies, little flies, uh, epoxy flies? Yeah, so we're, we're throwing like you want. It doesn't really matter. Uh, get get this big hollow fly, just big angry. <laughs> 
fly in its face <laughs> and it, it will just just rage on it you know <laughs> just lots of deer tail what was that sorry just lots of deer tail in its face yeah right? just and be prepared to go through it um like after two fish it's over your, your fly's done <laughs> sweet <laughs> that's crazy talk man uh we like yeah. I said, we catch muskies and uh for some reason they don't shred flies as much as we hear the bluefish do Oh really? No, that's uh, that's that's crazy. I, I've actually done pike fishing up here. I'm sure you guys know Pogo Pike, right? Yeah, uh, we we've met him once, or, or not met him, but we've spoken. Uh, you know, based on where I'm located, I don't I don't really target uh, pike or or muskie here in uh, my area, but I I do a few trips with him every spring, and um, even the pike, like they, you you kind of go through the fly multiple times, and it's not a definitely not a problem. But when you get these bluefish, I mean, uh, it's just, yeah, after the second fish, it, it, the fly's done. So just don't put too much effort into uh, making this beautiful fly if they're targeting these big bluefish, you know. Are the uh, are the hooks getting, like, bent at all, or is it just the material just getting annihilated? The whole material, it's just gone. <laughs> it's just, it's just the, forget, your bucktail's just destroyed. It's all ripped up. <laughs> it, and is it the bluefish, or is it, like, the side bluefish coming trying to take it out of their mouth? It's it's when they hit it. I mean, they're gonna they're you know they're it's like a chomper. Like they're gonna you know try to until they get hooked. They they try to attack you nonstop. And once you're hooked, I mean, they're still chomping on while they're hooked. They're still trying to get rid of the uh, you know rid, rid of the flies. So it, it's just a, even one fish. It's 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 pretty much over. You know. <laughs> yeah, I, I hear you, man. That's crazy talk. So um, you said you're transitioning transitioning into uh some stripers from there oh yeah so um so that's like your spring run um that's kind of what we primarily do we either wade um in the back bays or or we get a skiff and if you're lucky to get one <laughs> you, you push pull around in, in the shallow waters but uh then come july um that's kind of when the the bigger fish leave those uh estuaries and back bays and they start you know, continue their migration north to whatever their, their stop is, um, you know, and, and what I like about Montauk is that a lot of these fish have to go around that point. Um, they could be staying there in Montauk for, for whatever, uh, time, you know, uh, after that, or they'll continue to go North to Rhode Island. You have, um, Massachusetts, uh, and then a lot of these fish, even the, you know, striped bass have made it all the way up to Maine. Um, which is really cool. I mean, they get some really big fish up, up by Maine too. So, uh, that's, that's when, that's about July, I'd say when Montauk starts seeing that. Um, and then we get the, you know, you call it the big boat, (laughs) but, uh, I have a 23 center console, so I'll fish Montauk a lot. And you're, you're just, you're, you're looking for these, it's not really those big blitzes that you're seeing now. It's, it's more like fishing structure and drop-offs and, We'll transition between both the fly fly rods and and uh, the light tackle um, spinning setups. Um, you know, and the beauty of Montauk, it's a quick run to Block Island, so it, it's the same concept. You're just looking for these structures where you might have big fish holding, um, and and that's pretty much July, August, um, mid September, and then uh, mid September. That's that's kind of when all these fish that are migrating. Uh, up the northeast coast, they start coming right back down. Uh, and the beauty, again, the beauty of Montauk is that every fish that is migrating south has to go around that point for the most part. 
So that's the videos don't lie. I mean, everyone sees it. You get these crazy, I mean, thousands of like schoolie bass piled up, hitting all these rain bait. Um, there's a lot of bluefish mixed in, and then the number one, um, at least for fly rotters and any light tackle fishermen, uh, the the false albacore just come in, and it's just an army. And and you know, everyone knows Montauk is is that's the mecca for for uh at least in the northeast for for these falls and albacore so that's in summary that's that's where my saltwater um season is from uh you know starting in like the spring until kind of about now is when it's almost over at least so while you're at it now um what kind of flies do you throw for these albies are you throwing epoxy flies you throwing clousers um and i'm sure it changes throughout the the season yeah, so with with these flies, um, you're you're throwing uh, um, any little like spearing, bay anchovy imitations, um, and then would be I mean they could be as God they, they could be maybe an inch, they could be two, three inches long. I mean it just depends on what they want that day. Um, they're very picky fish, so you could be throwing um, let's say like pink is my my go-to. I like throwing pink with a white belly. Um, if pink doesn't work, I'll transition to a chartreuse and white. And sometimes that doesn't work when you got to throw, uh, uh, like tan, for example. So it's, it's, um, it's, it's very, very frustrating fish for these guys. And it's mostly your surf candy imitations. Um, and then occasionally we'll just throw a, like a little, uh, you know, clouser minnow and sometimes they'll hit it. Uh, you know, sometimes they don't. So it's, it's, it's a lot of switching up to see what they want. Um, for that day, and then the day before, you could have you could, they could be taking pink nonstop, and then the next day, they're only going to be taking tan. It, it's a it's a very frustrating fish when you fish for it for a month straight, you know. And with the albies, uh, you you throw an eight weights with them, or what? What's the deal? Like, oh what, yeah. What, if someone <laughs> someone from Ohio, like the Ohio border, is coming out, what kind of gear do we need to to tangle with an albie? So this is an this is an inshore tuna. Um, our fish are like eight to twelve pounds on average, and once in a while you'll get the fourteen, fifteen pounder that it's just it's so fat, full of rain bait, and uh, the the thing could uh, put a hurt on your your setup. So I would recommend to anyone that's coming out um, use a ten weight. I mean, the, the, it's a little tuna that's coming in, so it's going to shred line. You want some power behind it, and uh, some people go down to eight weight. I I just think it's way too light. Um, we actually had this season um, a nine weight blow up on like a 14, 15 pound. It just it was a two piece, some classic Orvis rod that uh, my friend had, and uh, it I could tell he was struggling with the fish, and I mean he clearly clearly knows what he's doing, and that two piece turned into a seven piece. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no joke. I actually I posted a, a picture of it on one of the Instagram stories, and people couldn't believe it. I'm like, it literally was. It turned into a seven piece. Um, this thing just blew it up at the boat. Um, so, but I would say, yeah, throw what I like to throw. Use a ten weight. It helps get the fish in a little bit quicker. You, you want the fish to swim away healthy. Um, I use intermediate line, so you kind of want to get that line just a little bit into the strike zone, right below the surface. That's what I like to do. Um, and then we'll throw like 20 pound tippet, uh, after your leader. So, um, you know, for fluorocarbon, obviously. So that's, that's your general setup. If you guys ever want to come out here, go with the 10 weight, just make it easy on yourselves. <laughs> Better safe than sorry. Right. Oh, sure, man. Yeah. <laughs> hey, and, uh, the release for the Albies, um, are you, you football throwing them or 
Is that yeah, how you guys so do it? You, have to, you definitely got to spike them. Um, you, they're like a they're they need to get the propeller going. So um, you, you kind of have to you know get get the body wiggling a little bit. I, I notice I kind of start doing get get that little flutter going and just spike it to get the uh, the action. They swim right off. Uh, hopefully healthy. You know, not all the time, but nine times out of ten, that's the way you should do it. Cool, man. Well, hey, uh, we we kind of put the cart before the horse. And we didn't hear anything about you. Um, how, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so, right, no, I hear you, man. <laughs> so how I, I got full, uh, full excited about it. So how did you get into fly fishing? Oh man, fly fishing. So, um, so a good friend of mine, mentor, pretty much my 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 second father, if you could say. Uh, we're we're been friends for a few years now, and he took me trout fishing in Connecticut, uh, or was it Connecticut? Might have been Long Island, I think, actually. We went trout fishing, right? Um, and he goes, listen, here's a fly rod. Here's like a five weight. Uh, we're going to go fishing. And I'm like, uh, I've never done fly fishing before. He goes, no problem. Don't worry about it. So I get, and I'm not, I'm not a, a big trout fisherman. I just do it in the winter. Um, just to make sure we get a bent rod. But <laughs> so as far as like in, information and being familiar with trout fishing, it's not really my, uh, my expertise, I guess you could say, but we ended up going, uh, I guess I, we were using dry flies and to see these pretty cool big rainbows come up um, and hit these things, it was just just absolutely mind-blowing. So uh, he started me with that and then he took me up to uh, the Salmon River in Pulaski. And so he tells me, yeah, we, you can catch like a 20 to 30 pound king salmon on a fly rod. I'm like, no way. This, absolutely not. I'm, I'm thinking... Big fish, you know, Long Island, striped bass, bluefish, you know, our northeast saltwater fishery. He goes, no, I'm telling you, you can go get these really, really big fish up there. So I ended up going there like, oh, man, like six years ago or something. And, uh, ended up, you know, he put me on my first king salmon, and I'm like, okay, I think I, I get it. And I think I want to start doing this. So um, as far as, like, how long I've been fly fishing, it's I, I don't consider it long, like, like six seven years, whatever it is in that round seven years so for me that's i don't think that's a, a long time at all and uh you know it, it's i you know i'd like to put a lot of time into it um and the cool thing is that you know whether whether it's it's uh your saltwater seasons or or your um i guess you could say the salmon steelhead season there's always uh there's always a place where you can go fly fishing i found that really really um fascinating so Ever, ever since I got into, you know, these Albies and um, these King Salmon, I mean, I, it just, I got super addicted. So that's, that's, uh, that's kind of the purpose of the Instagram, put it that way, just to kind of show the adventure that I'm having. So what came first, the stash or the fish? Oh, <laughs> the fish definitely came first. So, um, you know, I, I guess I want to say, I, I want to say I started late, um, like really serious, serious fishing, um, probably started like 10 years ago. Um, started with surf casting, um, you know, and did some boat fishing on some buddy's boats. And that, it was fun. I, I enjoyed it. Um, and then eventually I really got into the surf stuff a lot. Um, started researching and getting, uh, successful with it. Um, and then obviously the fly fishing stuff came in. Uh, as far as the stash goes, <laughs> um, the, the, this crazy mustache everyone sees on Instagram now. Um, I ended up blowing my back out like, gosh, like four years ago or something, three years, three years ago. And, uh, I was out of work for a few months and with the fire service, 
you need to you you can have a mustache, but you have to shave any like facial hair as far as like beard goes. So I ended up doing I was doing physical therapy, rehabbing uh, a lower back injury, and I had this huge beard. And just for fun, I ended up shaving like the beard section and left the mustache. And everyone was like wow that looks incredible on you i'm like i think it looks kind of creepy but (laughs) that's 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 kind of how it started and uh just i grew it out longer and i just now it's it's its own monster so um that's that's where the stash came from and uh i've kept it ever since it it definitely is uh you definitely notice it whether it's in the fishing scene or just in the general public i've definitely gotten stared at (laughs) quite a few number of times whether it's in the mall or on a boat <laughs> if, if that makes sense for you well you said and you mentioned also you weren't married do you you know is it the stash or is it is it just just because of own personal you know you just got to go fishing too much um well i, I was sorry you mentioned that I, I was with someone for a while um you know, she's a great person too she's she's awesome um but you know she ended up moving far away and that actually allowed me to uh fish more um, and you know, we're not together anymore, but, uh, but it wasn't like hard feelings or anything. We ended up going separate ways peacefully together, but, yeah, um, that right? kind of situation allowed me to fish more. And, uh, obviously with the, with the, the fireman schedule to that, I was explaining to you guys, um, you know, you know, you know, always work all the time, but, uh, you know, every day we're, you know, you do your two twenty fours a week. It just allows you to have more, more free time. So when you don't have a wife or family, <laughs> any children uh i guess i'm just gonna go to the boat so that's that's where we're at with that so brendan awesome. brendan i lucky have a, you lucky you god bless you <laughs> stay that way i have a beginner's mustache going right now and um uh, i took my wife out on an ice cream date the other day and it's atrocious <laughs> it's, it's not good news how do you take girls out on dates and eat like pasta or ice cream or chicken wings Oh, so with the giant stash. <laughs> my one of my favorite foods is is you know uh, you know buffalo wings. That's like it's been it's it was very hard um, to to accept that this is going to be a struggle every time you have uh, your favorite meal, which is beer and wings. So uh, it, it it's a struggle. Um, it, you kind of have to just you kind of have to. This, you almost have to like shovel it into your mouth before, like under, like an underneath scoop, before, <laughs> there you go. It, before it gets into the hair, the, like that, that upper lip area, you know. <laughs> well, your first, I mean, your first pickup line has to be, "Do you, would you love a mustache ride?" I mean, if it's not, I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I know you've had to use it. You're, you're doing something That's, wrong. Uh, yeah, yeah, come on. I, I would. Might have said it for me, you know. That's your buddy's shirt. That's what your shirt says for your rides. <laughs> Yeah, we're out. We're out at the bar, and someone needs a pickup line, uh, and they're like, "Hey, you, you see this thing in his face?" And I was like, "Oh boy, here we go." <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, like I said, as a beginning uh, mustacher, how much product do you put in yours? Do you do, do you do the wax? Oh my gosh! So, believe it or not, every picture you see on Instagram, any Facebook stuff, it is all natural. I don't use any product whatsoever. Really. <laughs> I find that hard. Mine always curls into my mouth. I can't like get the curl cues without it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, it's so I just what I do. This this is the the secret um, that I guess I could say. I guess it's not really secret, but it's not like your secret what spots. I, what I do is just shampoo and conditioner in the morning when I take a shower. That's it. 
Oh, okay. That's all it is, man. And then I'll, you know, you kind of like, you know, you just brush a comb through it or, or get your fingers, you know, just to kind of give it like, well, like position to settle for the day. And it kind of stays like that. Um, you know, I've had, I've had companies send me products and they're like, Oh, you gotta try this. Like, Oh, so what you're thinking all that. But, but, and then the bigger thing is like, Oh, what, what product do you use? Cause they want to know, I guess they're a competitor or, or what can we do to convince this guy to use our product? And I'm like, I'm not even kidding. This is, I, it's just all natural. It's just how it is. <laughs> so, so now that it's mask season, do you have a, like a buff or a mask with a mustache on the outside? Uh, yeah, I actually do have one, believe it or not. I, I do you have one. That's you you are the man. <laughs> that that fits you for sure. Oh, sure. <laughs> so before mask season, did you ever go to like, I, you're in New York, a lot of different things go on. Did you get, ever go to Mario conventions? No, <laughs> it's funny. Um, uh, I, I haven't done that, but I've been to like those, uh, well, I guess you could say it's kind of in that realm. I've been to Comic-Con um the big comic book stuff. I, I'm not into comic books or any of that stuff, but my uh, I had a friend that wanted to go, so I said, sure, I'll go with you. And then, yeah, I kind of had the looks, and uh, you can hear people whispering, he looks like Super Mario. I'm on more of the shorter stock here, and so you can hear the, the, the Mario comments from a mile like away. the Hamburglar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's perfect, man. Up. Hey, you got a built-in uh, Halloween costume coming up. Yeah, you, just, yeah you throw a pair. Which, you throw oh, a yes. pair of glasses on. <laughs> yeah. You're good. You've it's got like, a costume. Uh, some guys even. Uh, I've gotten. I actually look more like the Pringles guy on the uh, <laughs> on, uh, on the chip. Mm. You know, like the Pringles yeah, chips. But I've gotten that uh, that comment a lot. So it's between Super Mario, the Pringles, WB Mason. I've gotten. Um, so there's a couple in there. You know. <laughs> Who's the other guy with the like big mustache on? The jagged one. Uh, I don't know. Nintendo, one of the bosses. Jason would know. Oh, uh, Wario? No? <laughs> Wario, yeah. <laughs> so, um, hey, back to the saltwater fly fishing. Oh, uh, sure, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's get off the stash for a moment. <laughs> we'll come back to I it. I was enjoying that. <laughs> um, hey, do you ever get into some of the other fish, like um, like speckled trout and uh, flukes and goofy stuff like that? So I've done, uh, I've done, you know, I do the bonefish and stuff. I, I've done it before, but um, like the past like year or two, I guess the obsession has has definitely taken over when it comes to, you know, your your the main three, um, the bass, the blues, and, and the albert. So I've done the I've done the uh, the fluke and stuff, um, but it, it's just not really. It's definitely I've definitely not paid as much attention to those guys uh, uh more of more of like i guess you could say that that fly fishing sport fishing is what i've been uh focusing on but uh i actually have a, a trip uh uh where was it uh a trip sometime soon we're actually going down to north carolina for, for the fall run keep lookout so that's going to be uh a little bit different with like supposedly there's like 20 25 pound alleys and they call them buffaloes and uh, and then like bull sharks and spinner sharks that blitz the top. So I guess you could say instead of speckled trout, that's the next um, target. <laughs> you know? Oh yes. <laughs> Do you get uh, cobia that far north? In uh, you know what I I I've never seen one, but I I know people who've caught them. Um, we I want to say like it's somewhere in the summer. Um, there Montauk has has had them there are not a lot but we actually i've never caught one but i i've seen pictures of people catching them um in montauk which is insane i i just it just depends on water temps and all that but the water's warm enough somehow these guys come up um 
and and you can get them. Some guys surfish and get them accidentally if they're going for stripers and blues, but no, they actually come up north, believe it or not. Hmm. So one more thing about Montauk. Um, I watched Shark Week this week or this year a lot, and uh, Montauk was featured quite heavily for a great white nursery. Yes. <laughs> Do you see any? Have you seen any? Um, and how does that affect you when you go out wading? Like, does it scare the shit out of you? Yeah, so um, I actually did go shark f- uh, fishing this year a few times. Um, have I seen a great white? No, but I know from the little that I know that between Montauk and Block Island, um, it is supposedly, uh, uh, it could be like this new discovered um, great white uh breeding ground so they've been uh you know I, i'm sure you, you've seen the videos and documentaries and stuff there's a, a couple pups that they found and um so supposedly they're there it's a pretty dominant area for them to breed so uh but as far as the waiting goes um yeah i mean i'm definitely uh mid like uh, you know like that mid-summer end of summer like august i'm definitely staying away from uh <laughs> staying away from the beach and just staying on the boat i mean we had we had I've seen, uh, uh, when was it? Maybe three years ago, I had a thresher, like maybe 50 yards off the beach, circle my boat. Um, I've seen some, some of those brown sharks. I mean, they're, they're in close, believe it or not, like 50 yards from the beach. It's, it's unbelievable to see these, these things that are just half the size of your boat. So, yeah, I wouldn't go in the water, especially during the, uh, <laughs> the, the summer <laughs> when they come in. Um, we've also talked to people on the show um, that have, chased uh makos have you ever went out and done that i've definitely i've tried to do it so um i actually uh asked the uh, the rye company that um i'm sponsored by i don't know if you guys have heard of them but the rise fishing company that they set of uh uh sack harbor on the east end of long island um so i i actually reached out to steve the owner and uh i asked him hey listen i know you only make up to a 12 weight but i want to i want to target uh, shark this year on the fly like what's the biggest baddest thing that i i can target with a fly rod and I, i'm thinking okay it's a shark so uh he is in the process of uh, getting me a custom 14 weight and uh you can you can get him uh on the fly i mean it, it's uh you know we, you pretty much chum them up and don't leave any bait out and then when they're near the boat you throw the fly you know right in their face and you're hoping that they're in such a feed because they're coming up and following your chumps like that. They'll, uh, they'll, they'll hit the fly. So I did it uh, twice this year. Um, I don't know what kind of sharks they were. I wasn't, I'm, I'm very new to it. So uh, I want to say they were like six foot long. They weren't like monsters, but um, they just came maybe, I don't know, 10 yards before the bow and just dropped down. So it was a little frustrating, day. but you can get them. You can get Mako. I know, uh, it's like the prized, um, uh, as far as sharks go, that it's like the prized um, fish. I mean, you see these things; they're just, they're just absolute monsters, and, and they're jumping like a tarpon, you know. So uh, maybe next year, that's like the goal to, to land one. So we'll, we'll see how this uh, custom rod I'm getting goes. Yeah, man, absolutely. What what kind of flies are you throwing for that? Is it like just like a big red fly that looks like a chunk of flesh, or what? Yeah, uh, red and orange. Just get this big thing like you know i mean i've made flies with these huge huge hackle feathers i mean they're just uh and it's not it's it, don't go crazy with it i mean uh it's 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 one fish uh per fly and i know a lot of guys use the, the two flies 
um, just because it makes it easier to, to pop the hook out. But um, yeah, you're using like a fly that's like, I mean, I've made some that are like eight to 10, 12 inches long. So that's, that's your, just get something in their face and piss it off. And usually like, like a bowl, you know, like the red color, like gets them going. <laughs> so red and orange are like the majority of, uh, you know, what you throw at them. So I've, I've been told to you, you, if the red and orange don't work, you want to have something like, uh, like uh, some random like neon pink or chartreuse to kind of just it's as like a third option in case they don't touch a, a red or orange, which is the main two colors. You know, in that what what if what size hook? What hook are you putting on? Oh man, so I I think we're using like the so I've tied them on um, the the um, oh gosh, I mean you're pretty much using a tuna hook. Yeah, like that's that's what you're using like a smaller tuna hook. I mean you, you got to go big. You know, make sure it's uh, an offshore big game hook that is suitable for uh, tuna and shark because you spend all that time driving out there. I mean, uh, I went so I went 20 miles in my uh, 23 footer. Um, I had a great day to go out, but it's kind of you put all that time and energy to travel out there, and you better make sure you have the right gear because that's the last thing you want happening is to lose a fish because you didn't have the right hook. <laughs> so when you're tying up. A- a fly on a big tuna or shark hook. Do you have to put it in like a bench vise? Because yeah, so uh, I I got it I got it to, so somehow it it fit. This thing was so thick that uh I I got it to stick through. Um and uh, my wife says that it, all the it time. did work. It did work. Sure, and, right. um, uh, to tie it to tie the fly up and uh, you know some people say like when you're when you're targeting these things like I mean. It's it's if whether you're a purist or not. Some people throw it in like the, the bunker chunk blood, um, just to kind of get the fly, get the the fish's attention, the, the shark's attention when you're throwing the uh, the fly. But some people say that's cheating. It's not a true fly at that point. You soak it in bunker oil. So um, that's another thing I heard people do. But again, I'm, I'm fairly new to it, so it's uh, I've never actually. Um, Landed at least the Makos. I've never seen one up close like that. I've seen other things. I I couldn't tell you what they were though, being so new to the scene with it. <laughs> and when you go out, are you using single strand wire? Bad boy. Oh, so what what I used? Um, I, I did a lot of research with um, uh, forget his name, uh, Conway Bowman. Um, yeah, man, he's like he's that the awesome. guy out in San Diego. Um, yeah, we I definitely on, want to book with him one day. That'd be awesome. <laughs> we had him on the show back in the day, like three years ago. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, I, I I've only heard like awesome things about him, and I would like to go out there one day when, uh, you know, I guess you could say the the world of COVID is settled down and, and do like a three four day um you know shark trip with him. That'd be awesome. But uh, yeah, whatever his I I forget exactly what he did, but he does um he gets that shark wire um and and whatever whatever exact I can't I totally forgot what. It was. I just winged it. <laughs> I did a YouTube video on on his on whatever his uh, setup was, <clears throat> and I just manipulated, you know, just copied the whole thing and just did it to my version of it. But that's pretty much whatever he did. <laughs> I, I I could I couldn't really elaborate more, and I apologize. <laughs> no, man, that's totally fine. I I totally understand. We we knock a lot of people off as well, you know, with the, <laughs> the way we fish. <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> so um, hey, let let's transfer over into the salmon a little bit. Um, oh sure, I love these guys, man. Yeah, man, they're fucking crazy. Um, are you you indie fishing? Are you you throwing streamers? What what's the deal? What are you 
What's what's your so preferred I've done technique? a little bit of both. Um, yeah, I've done uh, a little bit of like the, the streamer stuff. Not really that much success with it. Um, so you know, you just kind of I've most people, a majority of it, you just tick the bottom, um, and you're you're just hoping that you know. Unfortunately, a lot of these fish are getting snagged um, half the time, and you know, if you have any fishing etiquette, you, you make sure you pop it off right away. Um, you know, if you can, if, if you notice it's not a, um, in the mouth or whatever. And then some guys, you know, they like to floss the fish too, you know, depending, but, you know, you're just throwing, you know, throwing some, some, some lead down and you're getting some egg patterns or whatever they want that day. I mean, they pretty much hit anything, you know? <laughs> so, um, that's what I do. Um, and I've tried this, uh, the swing stuff, uh, I just, uh, and streamers, it just doesn't, I haven't had much success on it. So, um, you know, I, you know, usually the norm is you just just try to get down and tick the bottom, and that's how you're getting most of your fish up there. So I, I'm not baiting you or leading you into anything, but are are they really biting the hook? So I've actually I've actually had um uh you know there are times where that you get it in their face um and you can uh you'll actually see them bite it. So this okay. year especially the water is very low um so it's pretty cool. We we did it. I did eight days um up there a, a few a few uh weeks ago and uh the water's so low that you could almost like sight fish for them um because you're in like in some parts of the holes are like only two feet <laughs> so oh, yeah. um you could see them coming through and uh if you time it right you can actually get the fly in front of its face and and you, you'll see them actually open their mouth and eat it but there's also times where they're just they want nothing to do with it, and they're just moving out of the way every time you throw the fly in front of their face. So, um, but yeah, they're, those fish—they are biting. They will bite. Um, and again, there's a lot of times where people just—you know—it's unfortunate, but they get snagged a lot. It's just that's just the fishery, and it goes with the steelhead as well. You know, steelhead and browns. I mean, there's there's snags all the time. So, but yeah, they will bite, though. Believe it or not, I've I've had a um, the the thing I like to do is. Um, you know, if we can, um, because the water is so low, it's a little easier to, to, to do and keep the fish wet. Um, I actually like to take, it's a little crazy people thought, but I like to take whatever flies cause there's like five or six flies stuck in this thing's like body and mouth by the time mm-hmm. it gets to you. Um, just from all the lines has gone through it. I actually like to try to, um, take all the flies out and let it continue to, uh, you know, have a, have a stress-free, a less stressful, uh, <laughs> you know, migration up to spawn. So, um, you know, that's like the thing we try to do. It's again, people think that's a little bizarre, but that's just me at least. I don't know if it's weird to you guys or not. That, that's a decorated veteran. <laughs> Appreciate the comment. <laughs> so now uh, you're heading up what tomorrow, and uh, you're hoping to run into some steelhead with what a little bit of maybe, hopefully, more water and some cooler nights now. Yeah, it's supposed to be. It's supposed to rain up there. I saw the forecast but we're leaving tomorrow like four in the morning we're going to try to get up there and and uh i know when we were down there um in september they just started seeing um steelhead um that's just kind of like i get this weird steelhead like obsession once like october november comes around so pretty much when the albies are gone from montauk i start heading up there for steelhead i mean you know these things just they they jump up like a kind of like a like a bluefish. They just kind of try to spit the hook and they jump along. They're acrobatic. It's really cool to watch. So um, that's one of my one of my favorite fish to target. Even though I'm pretty much like primarily a saltwater guy. So 
Um, we're hoping the, the reports are showing they're up there. So I'd like to get in some Browns and Steelheads tomorrow. So me and uh, English Lens will be up there. Um, and then uh, another guy, um, I don't know if you guys saw him or not, but I'm friends with him and fishing him a lot, but Firefly Outdoors. Um, Carla Regina, he was a, a former Orvis guy. So the three of us are going to go up there and hopefully we'll have some good news for you guys in the next day or two. Oh, yeah. We're, we're waiting for the pictures already, but uh, do you guys fish anywhere else? in that general area or is that the primary area yeah was, i just yeah that's pretty much it up there uh um I, you know i know people go for rochester for those big big uh you know like they have some browns and steelheads there too and I, I i haven't done it i just i know there's a bunch of river systems up there i just it's been mostly Pulaski. that's where i've gone so that's like the majority of of all the fishing we've done up there when it comes to salmon steelhead and those those browns yeah, it seems like way more coho that side of the lake o than than this western side over here. Yeah, they've they've been. Uh, I actually I, I hooked one. I, I did land one, but there were reports that um, there's a lot of coho this this particular season for some reason. Um, way more than the past couple of years I've seen them. Um, I guess it's a good thing. I mean, when you hook into a good coho, it's 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 screaming, you know. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I, I that's a. I think they're. A little bit cooler fish they could turn them cool fire truck colors you know what i mean here a little later in the season versus the king who's big black and ugly yeah <laughs> <laughs> so um you told us a funny story off air about how you met the angler's lens can you uh can you go back into that yeah sure so um so angler's lens if you guys don't follow him um follow listeners out there uh it's my my friend james um Phenomenal photographer. Uh, so uh, and we majority of the fishing is just us two, um, and we have a bunch of other friends that we fish with. But it's mostly me and him. Um, and that's the stuff on Instagram you guys are uh, have been seeing. But so I met James. Uh, so we're going back to the story how we met about a year and a half ago. We're, we're both career firefighters, um, and uh, we both met at a fire department uh, function. Uh, we were, so I work for the city, city of Yonkers and he works for uh, New Rochelle uh, Fire Department. So we ended up meeting at this event um, and we're at the, we happened to be sitting at the same table and he, uh, a friend of, a mutual friend said, hey, you gotta talk to Brendan, um, the guy with the crazy mustache. <laughs> he fly fishes uh, just as much as you. You, got, you gotta go talk to him. So. Uh, that's how we started talking. And, uh, he had this idea of like, listen, I'm a photographer. I want to, uh, you know, do, uh, fishing photography, but I'm usually, you know, either with one or two people randomly or, or by myself, would you like to go fish one day? So I said, yeah, sure. No problem. So I gave him a phone call like in like a month later and I was like, listen, um, you know, I know we've been talking about fishing and meeting up. Do you want to go for striped bass on the flats? And, in Long Island. He goes, I've never done that. I'm like, listen, you're going to have the time of your life. It is awesome. So we, our first day hanging out, we went striper fishing with, uh, Captain Paul Dixon. I don't know if you guys know him, but, um, awesome, awesome guide out in Montauk, just the, the godfather of, of Montauk fly fishing, you could say, but, uh, um, Paul's a great guy and we went out with him and James has been hooked ever since. So, um, the, the cool thing with, with us though, is that our, our work schedule. So, you know, your typical fireman schedule, you're not working every single day. Um, like, like the average person does, um, whether it's in the office or from home now. And, uh, it, you know, we'll do a 24 hour shift and 
get a couple of days off in between. So that's like the beauty of our, our, our schedule um, is, is letting us do all this insane amount of fishing, which is nice. So, um, but he had this idea of doing this photography thing and he goes, you have the, you have the outdoorsman's look, the, this crazy mustache, like, you know, I, I, I think we should do this like joint Instagram kind of social media thing and just kind of share the adventure with everyone. And I'm like, I don't know, dude, like, that's not my thing. Like I'm, I, I have Facebook, whatever. I, I barely use it. Um, I don't have an Instagram. I'm not into the Twitter stuff. <laughs> And he goes, no, disgusting. You should definitely do it. It's you'll you'll be surprised what it, what it could turn into. So I'm like, you know what? Fine. Like you you know, he's my friend. I'm like, not a problem. I'm going to uh, I'll give it a shot. And now you see where <laughs> this, this thing has taken off. It's just you know just a monster itself between the, the fishing and the obviously the insane um, mustache but i give him a lot of credit because he makes me look really good and it's his photography skills i'm just holding the fish (laughs) you know (laughs) so um speaking of the instagram stuff how has that changed uh since you guys started doing it oh man so (laughs) funny funny you mentioned that so almost like at first we were doing it for fun and then you know i i see where the the uh, i guess you could say the popularity has taken off and, you know, it went from like, all right, let me post like a random, you know, when we go out, we'll do a little quick edit or something. But now it's like, it almost like has turned into like a little side mini job. <laughs> you know, um, we, the beauty is that we fish so much is that there, you take multiple photos. And I know James is pursuing his uh, a little side side business with his photography. Um, so I know he has a little bit of a different mission um for me it's like i'm just here to have fun and take a really cool photo and post it like i'm just here for fun and this is the adventure i'm not a, I'm, I'm not a guide or anything i know people have asked me that before and i get messages a lot and i and i try to help them in the right direction with the you know uh, a full-time guide that's a professional and 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 point them in a, in the direction towards the the people that would definitely take them out but uh it's definitely turned into like a little bit of a I know it. I know it sounds so so lame, but like the like Insta famous, you know, like that. It, you, you get a lot of messages, and it's it was a little weird at first when we would go out. Like random people would just approach me, whether it's upstate at the river in a fly shop, um, you know, whether it's on a boat, and I I hear people saying, "Oh, that's the crazy guy with the mustache on Instagram." <laughs> so it, it's it's definitely. Uh, a little bit of a shock. You, you kind of get used to it. Um, but, uh, you know, the, that, that's kind of where it's turned into now. So, you know, and my thing, I, I'm more than happy to help someone out. I get a lot of questions and stuff. Um, and that's what I like to do. Just I'll point someone there in the right direction. Like, hey, I'm going for Albies. Like, what do, what do you suggest? Like, I know you, you do it a lot. What do you recommend? Or, or they'll ask questions on the Salmon River. And I'll give everyone the same spiel. Like, listen, like, if you're looking for a guy, this is who I recommend. Um, you know, and as much as I fish, too, I actually am a true <clears throat> believer in supporting um, these guides. So um, there's a buddy of mine, uh, Brian Furman. He's in the Salmon River. So I try to book a trip with him every year, even though, you know, he's taught me so much. It's like, OK, you can you definitely don't need me to show you where to throw it, you know, throw the uh, the egg pattern. But. I'll still like to support him. Um, you know, Pogo Pike is another another friend of mine. I definitely like fishing with him. Uh, I you know brought a Paul Dixon, so I, I like to go through all these guys and, and still support them. Um, 
you know, I'm definitely, we're definitely not the type of guys that just, uh, uh, we'll book a trip and you get like a secret spot or you learn how to do something you never hear from us again. It's like, no, I, I love what, what these guys do and I, w- I would love to do it one day and hopefully be, you know, half as good as these guys. So um, that's kind of what we do, though. It, it's pretty cool. So um, that's kind of where this is all taken off now. And a year and a half later, you see where the uh, where the page is taken off and, and James's page as well. I mean, you know, he's, he's definitely he's reached out to um these big magazines have, have been contacting him um it's just this cool thing and we're just doing this for fun that, that's like the main thing I, I would like the whole world to know like this is just solely for fun and you see the adventure that's behind it yeah now, now you can't even shave your mustache off dude <laughs> i know <laughs> you're ruined man you had to walk around with that no you're you? right about that I like can't. no well, choice well what if you didn't like your job you can't just quit it's like you can't you, shave my mustache off. you can't eat chicken wings in peace now <laughs> No, I can't. No, <laughs> it's 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 always like a, it's a war every time I go to have my favorite food. <laughs> we just ate buffalo or uh, barbecue wings here about an hour and a half ago. Oh, they went down so easy with my beginner mustache. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so if you have some patience, watch watch where uh, watch where you could take it. You know, it, it could it could it could turn. Uh, it could either go in your favor or not in your favor. So <laughs> I, one, I will, one or the other. I will tell you, my wife absolutely hates it when I shave the rest of my beard and just have the mustache. <laughs> That's funny. It was like I would I would do it once a year for the Beast of the East Muskie tournament. In oh, my, okay, right. I, I didn't go this year, so uh, I didn't. She's like, you're staying home. You're not shaving your fucking beard. You're not having that stupid, <laughs> silly-ass mustache. <laughs> Oh my gosh! I think well, how long have how long have you been growing the uh, the this new one for uh, for how long? Uh it's though it, it doesn't have a birthday yet. You know, it's oh. it, it goes <laughs> along with a full beard. It's probably three months. So it's not like oh, you, you just get, have a oh, fucking a, mustache. Yeah, it's yeah, still a baby. Little... <laughs> yeah, it's a baby. Yeah, give it give it like I would say give it like another three four months and you should be in like the realm. Uh, and then and then you could start like you'll see it just starts taking like more you know it'll get thicker and it'll just take on itself but yeah about six seven months is where it you need to get it into the into the realm of a of a good stash i would recommend this <laughs> one's years does yours have a birthday like do you remember when you first started growing uh, not it really i think <laughs> like three years ago october yeah like come on i want to wow. say that <laughs> See, that's what's weird is like mine doesn't get thick above like the mustache no i i haven't shaved my mustache since oh i don't i remember five six seven years ago and his it's mus- never oh, like wow. it's his mustache is like for manly manly man like it's <laughs> like you know I mean? I'm not, no no offense I'm, I'm just saying like that's a fucking man's ass mustache dude uh-huh. like that <laughs> oh, is a God. grown man mustache there <laughs> holy so, fucking shit you you had men- mentioned something that I want to get back to um you had mentioned that you get recognized in fly shops up in uh, upstate New York how's the fly shop scene out on Montauk in Long Island. Do you guys have them around? Um, so yeah, uh, so I think the there there are there are some shops in like the middle of Long Island, but I don't. I, I think there used to be one out east, um, eastern Long Island, but um, it, it's not really. A, I don't think there's like a true true fly shop anymore. Um, so uh, where I where I usually go, um, 
at least locally near me, that's like like a true shop, um, is the Complete Angler. I don't know if you guys have heard of them. They're in uh, Darien, Connecticut. Yeah. Um, it, it's funny. I walked into there, and uh, I, I'm like, you know, I'm a repeat customer nonstop. Like every other week, just blowing my money away and stuff. But <laughs> go inside, and then one of the guys that's working there, um, he goes, he looks at me. I go to check something out, whatever. I'm like, yeah, like, hey, listen, I want to buy this. You bring me up. Cool. First thing he says, dude, I love your Instagram page. <laughs> I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> so, and it's my buddy, Pat. He's a good friend of mine, and we fish all the time together now. Like, it's just, that's like the beauty of it, I guess you could say. It's not really a negative. <laughs> it's a good conversation starter. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, they're like, dude, your Instagram's insane. I'm like, it's, yeah, thank you. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> I don't think it would, it wouldn't be as insane if I didn't have this insane, um, monstrosity on my other lip i think <laughs> so you're like the, the chloe kardashian of in, or of fly fishing <laughs> oh my god <laughs> that's funny jeez the guys are like do you net and fish as well as your mustaches or as great as your mustaches <laughs> that, that's something oh, I, man. that's something we should bring up so the albies and the uh, the stripers do you guys net them like with nets like we do with uh smallmouth and muskies so funny you mentioned that. Oh, um, so Again. no, I don't have a net on the boat. And, um, you know, with the, with the Albies, like you just, you're using 20 pound fluoro, um, for your tippet and, um, they're not like 20, 30 pounds, but you know, they're, they're, if you get like a big one, there's a chance that it could, could break off. It, it has happened. Um, but for the most part, we, we could definitely get them in. Um, and it's, uh, I'm actually happy you guys brought the net thing. So true story yesterday. Um, and it, it was, it was, we ended up getting the biggest bass of the year, uh, from, for at least the boat that, I, you know, for, for my boat. So, um, I went two guys from work and, um, huge bass blitzes are, you know, your typical Montauk fall run blitz. Um, and I, I tell my buddy, I'm like, listen, throw, throw, throw the plug, throw it right about there. I, I see fish breaking. Okay, no problem. He throws it. And I cut the motor off. I don't want to disturb the, the fish's feed, you know, so let them, let them, let them feast on whatever rain baits going on. And so I see this like little subsurface plug and, you know, it gets right before the, I'm not even kidding. This thing was like 10 feet before the boat. And I saw that the most big, like the insane blow up. And I said to him, dude, you have a monster fish on right now. You better hold on. This thing <laughs> was a freight train. And then um, you couldn't really, I couldn't tell what it was. And it, it was so big that it was, I mean, I had like a, it was like a medium, like medium spinning rod. It was like this light tackle thing and definitely meant for schoolies, not, not for this behemoth that came up. But uh, <laughs> um, so I ended up, uh, I noticed that like the reel was almost like, like the, it was coming out of the reel seat. That's, that's how much pressure was, was, uh, <laughs> from the fish. So I'm like, I'm like, dude, what are you doing? He goes, it's not me. So I, I took the rod and I started, you know, fighting the fish for like, just like five seconds. I'm like, this is a monster. Just, just try to get in as soon as you can. So this thing emerges from the surface and I start screaming and I'm like, dude, we have like, this is like 30, 35 pounds, like a, a bass on top. It, it was the most unbelievable thing. But speaking of net, I go, my buddy goes, the other guy, I said, listen, you got to grab the tail. I don't want to screw this up. We only have like 18, 20 pound liter. This thing's going to break it. <laughs> so um, he goes, well, where's the net? I'm like, 
do. There is no net. <laughs> that's, that's why. Whoops. That's why I need your help, man. And so he goes, "Oh, but I have a fish on right now." I'm like, "You gotta be kidding me!" Like, so I had to like, I had to put both thumbs in this this thing's mouth, um, just holding on for dear life, trying to not get a trouble hook in my in my thumb. Um, it actually shook shook me off like three times, and I'm like, you know what? I don't think we're, there's just this thing's like 30 something pounds. It's just not going to, you know, by the grace of the grace of God, I mean, pick this thing up. I got just lipped it with, with two thumbs and just pulled it over the, over the deck. And, oh man, it, it, it absolute monster. And it, it just like, I was more excited that I had to handle the fish and tell him where to throw it. You know, oh, I guess you could say it's kind of like the guide thing where you put someone else in, in position to be successful. And, I was more pumped than my friend for hooking this thing. <laughs> like, just an absolute beast of a of a of a fish. So, um, definitely, we'll be posting the picture of that monster in like a day or two. But uh, yeah, if I had the net man, oh man, it would have been so, it would be easy, <laughs> absolutely easy. So yeah, we don't. I don't care the net though. Maybe I should. Are for, you going I mean, to get a net? What was that? Sorry. Are you going to get a net? Is that did uh, that inspire you, know you to um, get a net? I I think after that I need to because it's it's um it, it's just if, God if I it would have been my fault if if it if somehow this fish broke off you know oh man but I definitely I definitely have to put a post and 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 tag tag you guys in it just you'll see it's just absolute absolute beast of a fish awesome so undergunned on a big fish how 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 did it feel when you took the rod? So I just, I mean, I thought it was like maybe, oh, you got like a 20 pounder. This is pretty good. You know, like just, just, and then I realized, oh my God, this thing, this thing is like 30 something pounds. It's got to be, it's just, it was a beast. <laughs> so, um, you didn't realize it till it, it just, it started breaking the surface. I had the polarized glasses on, so I saw it and no one else had polarized glasses on. So they have, they're like, what are you talking about? I'm like, you have no idea how big this thing is. And we are not, we have like a light tackle rod. For this. this is not supposed to happen. <laughs> So you said you had a 23-foot boat, and I'm sure this time of year uh, the conditions get kind of sporty, right? How? Oh, yeah, big time. <laughs> how comfortable are you, or where? where's your limit on that boat being out in the, um, in the conditions? Yeah, that's a good question. So thank God I don't get seasick. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, that's the first thing. So I don't get seasick. I don't know if you guys um, have experienced um, that before. but uh, I have not. Um yeah, it's it's. I know people have been on the boat. It's it's like not fun for them. Um, I just don't know what it feels like because uh, I, I don't know what motion sickness is. So I'm, I'm I'm very lucky to not have to go through that. But we've been in. Uh, I want to say we've been in like three or four footers, but um, you know, shoot through some of the rips up out in uh, Montauk, and you know, uh, you'll have some of. I mean. It's 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 hard to say no to leave that even though it's uncomfortable because you know you probably have like 15 to 20 mile an hour winds. Um, you might get a little bit of like you know you got, might get a little bit of protection if you can tuck in close to, to the uh, the shore or whatever. But um, I'd probably say like three to four is like it was kind of hairy, but we were getting albies like it was they were all over the boat, so I couldn't say no. <laughs> but uh, I would say yeah, three to four. Um, you know, three is probably like the most comfortable, I would say. Um, and then after that, it's just like, okay, this is kind of dangerous. Maybe we should go back in. Are you like staggering casting, moving your feet? Yeah, it's like, around? okay, yeah. like your your body's going with the rocking of the waves. And okay, now it's time I cast based on 
on, on the motion of the boat too. So, um, you know, if the bite's going, I don't mind staying out because that's what I go there for. Um, but you know, uh, would I ever put our lives in danger? No, I'm going to do my best to say, you know what, we've had a good day. Let's just go in. And if we have to, there's a surf rod. So we'll get the surf rods out if, if all else fails. Have you done that before? Have you, uh, trailered the boat and then just went back out and started casting off the beach? Yeah, so I, I've done that where uh, you, you try to put her out and it's like, oh, this this Bad is idea. not what the you know windy app just told me was going to be <laughs> for the day. So there's been times where um, uh, there's been times where you know you have to turn around and I'm like, you know, what, I'm here. Like I, I took time off to be here from work, so uh, I'm just going to take the surf ride out and see what happens. So um, the one time I did that, uh, true story here, about three years ago. Um, so. Again, like heavy northeast wind. Actually, the boat motor broke. This was my old boat. Um, so the motor was broken. I was getting repaired. So I, I was actually limited. Uh, I couldn't go out. It just, I couldn't get past like, it wouldn't go past like eight miles an hour. Just like, <laughs> this thing was just destroyed. So brought the boat back in. It's at the shop. And I said, you know what? I got a surf rod. Let me just get the surf rod out. Um, pretty crazy northeast winds and if you guys uh are familiar or not with with northeast winds in montauk it is a washer machine once you start getting them so um it's directly in your face and uh i ended up going out one day and it was albie season and around this time of year uh i guess i had like this great outgoing tide with with a lot of bait stuck and i had a the wind was just kind of it was like wind versus tide and uh, I ended up landing a, a true story. Me and two other guys I ended up getting 25 albies from a jetty. It was, it was the most unbelievable day I ever had oh, as geez. far as the surf goes. <laughs> so um, speaking of albies on the surf rods, is there a difference in what you're throwing, gear like a spinning rods versus fly rods? Yeah, so you're, we're throwing, um, like, uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with, with them, uh, but like, you know, like the Deadly Dicks, the Hoagie, the Hoagie Epoxy Jigs, um, you're throwing that kind of stuff. They, they imitate uh, a lot of your, your spearings, your, your anchovies, kind of small, skinny, um, you know, like, like little, little tiny, tiny eel looking, um, you know, sand eel looking um, uh, metals. Uh, and again, you throw like the, crazy colors to get their attention you have some that are pink some are chartreuse um you have like pink and yellow uh white blue i mean tan you name it i mean you're throwing it so the beauty of that though i mean you get the uh i like to throw in particular the the hoagie heavy minnows they're it's pretty much like a two ounce like piece of lead that and it looks like this little spearing thing and you could just bomb it probably 80 to 100 yards if you got if you got the right setup so um, that's the thing with Albi fishing. I mean, they're, they could be a hundred yards out and then all of a sudden they're 50 yards in. So there, there's so many, uh, so many options when you have the, uh, you know, the ability to, to cast out that far. So that, that's kind of where, uh, at least the surf setup, I'll have like 20 of them with different colors set up. And, uh, that's my particular, you know, and they use 30, 30 pound braid and then you'll throw like the 20, 24 to it as well. Awesome, man. That's incredible. I can't wait. Um, just so you know, I have a trip planned for to Maryland next week to to target stripers, and this is a great pump up uh, conversation for that. Oh, that's awesome, man. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. Um, so, Brendan, we've had you on the line for like just over an hour. Uh, 
Is there anything that we haven't covered that you would like to? Um. Oh gosh, there's so much. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I know. I know we went from uh, we went from Montauk, you know, Long Island, all the way up to the Salmon River, which is uh, um, the main thing. And then, as far as uh, my personal life, um, I guess the crazy, you know, like being a fireman and all that's pretty cool. I guess the one thing I could bring up, uh, I don't know if you guys have uh, seen it, um, but little it's very bizarre i don't like to talk about it a lot because it's very weird to for me i think it's weird but some people most people think it's awesome but i'm actually before uh i was into the fishing thing uh so i'm I'm 31 years old uh since i was like 11 12 years old i've actually been playing the uh bagpipes so uh very bizarre instrument i know uh, it's kind of my iris side but um you know long story short uh i actually you know, I, I still, I actually like got to the point where like I started competing and I actually teach, um, you know, other bands and, and private students and all that. Um, and then that's kind of like the other weird, uh, <laughs> thing I do. So, um, that's whether it's fishing or, or bagpipe band stuff. I mean, I used to go to Scotland all the time and, uh, uh, compete in the world championships as an American band. I, I've actually been lucky to win a world championship twice. So kind of cool is as far as that goes, but, um, there's some video that the reason why I bring it up is because, uh, there's some videos on Instagram, like, especially during like when the big COVID outbreaks and stuff, we were all stuck in at home. So I just did some bagpipe videos and people were like totally digging it. They're like, wow, this guy fishes and can play a, a crazy bagpipe. So bag <laughs> that's the other interesting thing, I guess, uh, we're coming to bring back up. into that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> with you guys. Hey, speaking of that, speaking of bagpipes and, uh, Staying here in America. How do you feel about corn with the bagpipes? Oh, <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, you were talking about the band Corn, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, I know the nineties, nineties uh, new metal. Yeah, um, uh, I would say they should have not added the bagpipes. Let's put it that way. Okay, no, <laughs> hey, that's, yeah. that's why we're asking, man. <laughs> yeah, just keep the bagpipes and metal separate. You know, <laughs> I like it. So, um, hey, first off, we want to thank you so much for being a first responder, and thank you so much for doing what you do, and it's uh, takes it, a guy it means with, the world to us. Takes a guy with some real stones. Yeah, we can do it for sure. Yeah, no, I, I appreciate, it. and uh, you know, I, for me too, it's you know, I'm very lucky to have my job. I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for it, and and I do enjoy it as much as I, I love, uh, you know, fishing all the time. Uh, when I go to work, it, it's really cool when you can help someone out with whether it's a medical emergency you know i know we do a lot of ems work um or or yeah it, it does get a little scary when you have to put out a house fire um but i enjoy it i really love it so um that's like the beauty of that job where um you know i just to be able to help someone out in return is is more than enough for me so um but i appreciate what you guys have to say that's, that's super cool of you guys yeah, man. And awesome. Uh, hey, we're going to razz you again. So when you tell chicks you bagpipe, the, the panties drop, right? They're like mustache and bagpipes. There's a lot going on. You got, the, you, got, you got the stash and the bagpipes. They take the whole dresser back to the store. <laughs> and he's holding an axe on his shoulder oh, at great. the same time. They tell their mom, he's a bagpiper, mom. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, crazy little thing I do. So yeah, that's awesome, man. No, so. what Jason, his daughter, hopped on the ukulele. So having little little there talents as uh, being multi talented oh, <laughs> is 
is what everybody needs to do. Hell, Chad can't tie a fly with his good hand. I can't. Fuck <laughs> no. <laughs> so, hey, Brendan, where can people find you at? Uh, where can they see all this crazy cool stuff that we've been talking about tonight? Oh, uh, yeah, sure. Um, so, I'm, I'm on Facebook, obviously. Uh, just Brendan Gomez. You can just search me and, and follow some some crazy fishing pictures there. But if you want the real the real deal for what we've all talked about today, um, obviously on Instagram, you can follow me at, um, at the salty stash. And if you want to see some crazy photography, which I'm featuring a majority of the stuff, but if you're looking for some amazing outdoor, um, fishing, uh, footage, you can check out at the anglers lens. Uh, that's James there. That's my buddy, James, crazy photographer. Uh, if you guys want to, reach out and follow direct message either of us we'd be more than happy to talk to you guys so that's that awesome we love it uh and congrats on you know meeting him and all that <laughs> well hey th- thank you so much for uh for coming on tonight and uh it's been a true pleasure of ours no well, th- thanks for having me guys uh, you guys are great uh and hopefully we can uh fish together one day i'd love to meet you guys from muskie one day we'll see <laughs> Is he Man, none it you, or what? None of you here knew I can do an Irish jig like that, did you? Absolutely not. <laughs> Jeez, man, I about jumped on the table and started water dancing. You killed it. You killed it, bro. <laughs> I killed it. That was pretty good. I like that, Jace. He was kilting it. So, Jay, you did something pretty cool today. You had, like, I had fun today. First off, who went with you? Uh, so, my un- I, I got to take my Uncle Frank out. I uh, love your Uncle Frank. Yeah. He, he even said today on the floor, he's like, I remember taking you and Chad out fishing and stuff. And uh, when I was younger, man, he was he always took us out, uh, out in the outdoors, whatever it was. He was in the hunting. He is one of his best buddies growing up had a uh, a rabbit dog named Bert. A beagle? No, it was a huge, big old fat basset hound <laughs> who was so big around his dick dragged on the pavement. I swear to God. This thing was a... But he was the I best... Feel, I feel that dog's pain. <laughs> He's about as round <laughs> as you, Chad. But my dick drags on the ground, too. Oh, yeah. So, no. Yeah, this, this barely t- when you lay down on your this dog, stomach. This dog was awesome. One of the most amazing rabbit dogs I've ever been around. He would bring every rabbit right back to you. And, you know, Frank was always one of those guys that would... Always wanted you to be in the outdoors with him, take us out fishing, hunting, wherever it was. He'd be there. And uh, when I shot my buck, he was with me. So... I mean, like, he's always been around, and I, I, he hasn't been fishing as much as he used to. And this year, he started getting back into it, going to the river himself, and he usually gear fishes. And I said, hey, man, my dad, we didn't have a third. I told my dad I want to go to a certain spot, and he's like, it was on fire a couple weeks ago. Turned out a couple, a big, it big, did. A, a few <laughs> big fish, and I'm like, we should go back there. You know, it just felt right. And uh, I, we didn't have a third, and we asked around. Adam didn't want to go, my brother-in-law, Jace. Gave us a silent treatment. My dad's buddy didn't answer. I didn't, you know, I just hadn't have anybody. What kind of response did I give you? 
Uh, I guess I didn't. I didn't call. Sorry. I figured you were doing your thing. You know, you usually you usually make your way into a. a, a if you, you want to go fishing, you let me know. I fished the last couple of days and I was going hunting. That's how I felt. So. Well, it was nice though. We, he asked Frank. Frank gave him the immediate response. We were at a family function last night, my uh, nephew's birthday, as uh, Chad referenced earlier in the podcast, and so he said, "Yeah, hey, I'm gonna go." I said, "Awesome, let's meet me here. Let's do this," you know, and. So a little tutorial at the beginning. I said, Frank, it's, we're not waving this thing around like a wand. It's, 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 it's a gather. You know, you gather and you just flick, man. You gather and you kind of push forward and flick, and you know, you'll get it. Just keep, you know, working at it. And he was, he, dude, immediately. It was funny. He's, he's. Does he cast better than you now? And, oh, awesome. Yeah, he's fine. <laughs> no, he, he, he wasn't getting too far out there, but you know, even he gets he fished Rapalas and everything else his whole life, so he kind of, he loved the Game Changer. He thought it was the coolest thing in the world. He's like, that thing moves like that? And I'm like, yeah, didn't that pretty fucking sweet? And then uh, fished a few other flies later on, but at the beginning we were fishing bigger Game Changers I just tied, and uh, he hooks a big walleye right off the bat, dude. Right off the bat. Like, just down through the first bridge. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. So Like, it, what were you did? cut the big smallmouth last year. Yeah, yeah. So that immediately we saw a decent sized fish, probably a 24 inch walleye already, and I'm like, oh okay, this could be a good day, and hit that stagnant water. Man, there was mass, uh, you know. So above where the um, slow start to after that, but we get to above the wherever uh, the one creek is, mm-hmm. and there's all that water pushes out of the one area. It's all like spouting everywhere. Nothing. Dude, and it was spouting hard, and I'm like, oh, there's got to be stuff in here. And then they started sending more water while we were standing there. It started almost getting wet. <laughs> so we had to back up and get the hell away from it. And then kept fishing through. I'm like, man, no fish. Those people fucking with you. They were. They probably <laughs> saw some of the cameras and were like, hey, watch this guy. <laughs> we're going to get this big fat dude wet. We're going to soak this asshole. <laughs> so we got out of there. Keep moving, moving, moving. And even we, uh, then we get to, you know, where we were going to fish, you know, main put the main amount of our day in and portage to there and take Uncle Frank up to the one spot. I'm like, all right, dude, get ready. You're going to cast in here. It's going to be good. So he cast through there. He's trying to fiddle around a little bit, you know, his, his, uh, his line wrapped around us, you know, the, the reel at, after he casted and so he's fi- fixing that pull and the, the flies swimming through and I could watch it swim through, swimming through, swimming through, boom, walleye. Decent walleye comes up, whack, and <laughs> takes it down. He misses that one, loses that one, and all right, all right, you know. And we fish hard for a while with those, with the the game changers, like the six inch game changers, and fish and fish and fish and fish our sacks off. And we go back up to the raft, and we're all sitting around, and you know, just snacking a second, kind of regathering our thoughts, and like, man, what's gonna work? And you know, big and big and colorful, white, pink, green didn't work, so it's like I throw. Two and a half inch black uh, Clouser minnow on black and purple, and uh, for Uncle Frank and I said, dude, just go slap this thing down in there and catch a catch a crappie or something. You know, let's catch some, even if catch a bass, whatever. Something's better than nothing. Mm-hmm. Exactly my thoughts, and I'm still up there. And Dad throws a Clouser on or something else, and he's fishing above, and Frank goes down there, and immediately. You know, Frank's dicking around now, just just switching around, switching around, switching around. I look around, I looked over, and boom. He's he's got he's got something on. Okay, oh, okay, I jump around, run down there, you know, grab the net, and I'm looking, and I'm like, oh yeah, oh you got a striper, 
They're <laughs> hybrid, you know? And I'm like, oh, awesome, okay. I'm yelling, you know, getting all pumped up. He's looking at his, he's, he's not moving much. I'm like, and he, then there goes his line. Now here's his backing, or the backing. Hey, and I'm, hey Frank, you better go chase that I'm thing. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's looking at the back. I'm like, Dude, it, has, it has some backing on it. It doesn't have a ton of backing on it. I'm like, you might want to go start chasing that thing down. <laughs> and so he, then he's like, oh, I guess I should. And we start chasing it down. And halfway through the walk, I actually turn my camera on. I get a nice video, like the ass end of him, you know, reeling down on this fish and dad netting it for him. And dad was down there. He, it put on a hell of a fight. He had that seven weight uh, wolf rod, the streamer, the streamer rod. The streamer stick. Oh, the streamer stick. Oh man, he had that thing corked, bent hard. It wasn't. It was probably six pound hybrid. It was a thick hybrid, big. He makes fish look small. He's a big guy. Like I said, 325 pounds, five foot ten. He's got beefy hands. He's a he's a hefty guy, but yeah, he put the corks to it toward the end there, and it was it was fun. It was a lot of fun. At that point, is he was smiling ear to ear, and the whole day was already made. You know, at this point. So, he goes back up on his perch, right where we were standing again. Just He was just jigging this, this clouser, his black clouser. And I, I throw a no, I'm, I throw a clouser on him. He's never, uh, been, he's never been to that area. Yeah, been he's been down there. Years yeah. ago, though, oh, yeah, way, years, oh, a years. long, long, yeah. long time ago. Way long time ago. It took his wife there, which, you know, and a couple other friend, local friends from there, you know. and uh, Yeah, no, hasn't been there in it's probably been 10 years or so. But uh, I go back. Oh, I got a clouser on now. Fuck yeah, right? Clousers. Clousers are making it work. Dad goes across the top. He picks off five smallmouth on clouser. Little guys or? Yeah, 14s, 13s. One he said was probably 16, but they didn't get it up off the up over everything. Yeah. So, but, so he was having fun all of a sudden, and then the clousers are working. Okay, I got a clouser on too. Okay, I'm clouser, clousers. I see Frank, man. He's down there. Boom, he hits another big fish. I'm watching the rod just wham, 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 wham. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? He had like a, he it lost, wasn't screaming drag either, no, was it? No, he lost like a 28-inch, some odd-inch walleye. He's like, it was a big walleye, dude. I watched it come up, Jay. I watched it come up. Man, you, you should have seen this walleye, Jay. You should have seen it, man. It was, it was man, it, it came up at eight, right? Oh, my gosh, Jay. And I'm like, so, so I, I walked. You guys have a medical, Frank. Or, uh, Jay, oh, you, I know. I know. You you medical friend? That's exactly how he talks. So, so yeah, his, I bet his eyes were big as fucking. Oh uh, yeah, they were, dude. Moons. This is after that, you know. So I'm like, so I'm like, oh fuck, man, I'm about to go just stand right next to Uncle Frank and watch what he's doing because he's catching, he's hooking fish. I'm like, shit, I gotta, I'm gonna, I might have something to learn. Man, I'm standing. I swear to God, it's gotta be 15 feet from him. 15 feet. He hooks, he hooks a fish, and I'm like, I look over and I'm like, oh, you got another walleye or something? I look down, dude. It's a 36-inch muskie on a two and a half inch, maybe three inch, black and purple fucking clouser, and I'm like, holy fucking shit! Turn me down, check. I'm gonna start screaming. Uh, no, I, I mean literally, immediately. I'm like, holy fucking shit! It's a muskie. It's fucking muskie. It's a, I'm yelling down at my dad down the river. It's a fucking muskie! Holy shit! You know, we have a net that's made for fucking smallmouth, maybe a large hybrid if you can fit it in there, and, you know, nothing bigger than... For 30 inches, you're going to be fighting to get it in this net. I mean, like, I'm not... I'm not... I wasn't expecting to catch a muskie. Like, I wasn't going out for a muskie. You were throwing clousers. Yeah, I was throwing... it. Yeah, exactly. It was on a fucking clouser. And, I mean, we... I saw exactly where this fish was hooked. It was hooked right... We all saw... I mean, this fish was in the net twice. 
a small net that it didn't belong in twice. You know what I mean? We couldn't get it up a four-foot fucking... And it is way low, Chad. It is way different than it, it was even when you guys went. My dad said... He said, this is... Oh, my God. Yeah. And we couldn't get it up there, and he didn't want to walk around through a set, one section, and it you know, just didn't get in the net. He got everything out of it but the netting. I mean... We, everything it, but the picture. It was, it was on for quite a little bit. He was on a seven-weight. You know, and I run 30-pound tests because the hybrids can, you know, they can get big. And they can be crazy. And they, so was it level with you or is it down below? It was down you? below. Dude, oh, okay. Down the, the okay. top end of the I big one. I was going to say, why didn't anyone grab the tail? But I was thinking, where no, you were. No, you could. You could. You. Dude, you would have had to lay uh, down. Yeah. yeah. yeah and it's so mean. low now. Like, you're talking, it's a, like a three foot yeah. down. Like, dude, there's no way you could. I tried. I stepped down in a lower step spot. on that rock? Dude, we're talking in the upper corner. Oh, like. So when it's that low? Up, up, up. You guys can get down. Have any of you guys? You couldn't get down. You couldn't get. No, no. And I'm talking in the up where the cut is, dude. Like right in the corner of where the other. You couldn't have steered in. it down, like down into the. You could have. We could have tried to do a hundred fucking things, Chad. Yes, <laughs> I'm sure. But Frank's not the most agile guy who's not jumping around, moving like I might have. I well, might. I would have jumped to the other side, Chad. No, he could have stayed up top. If someone would have just went down. How yeah, deep is that to the bottom of that? Who knows? Right there. Uh, like eight foot. Probably not right now. But if you though, go down, it might be less. Five, six foot. It right would have been. It would have been probably, not yeah, right there. Right, right in that top deep. end, like right in that top little circle where it was, where it's just dead water, where that fish was, kind of. Flathead heaven. Oh yeah, there are flatheads down there too. Oh absolutely. <laughs> but oh my dude, god, that that's crazy hydraulics going on there. Yeah, too. there's a lot of big, big, big fish right there, yeah. and I I couldn't fucking believe he hooked that fish, and we didn't. Hey. Like I said, I'm, he got, I'm not complaining, Jack. Uh, dude, you could have done a hundred things. I think if any of us would have been in that situation, I think two of us might have got it in. But again, he didn't it. want to move to the ones across that. He didn't. He didn't trust his knee and stuff to just jump across that area. And I don't blame him. Hey, it's fine. He oh, jump. Yeah. If he, oh, we, I mean, if we you don't go down, down there, that's a dangerous yes, spot yes, to if wait. We, if you if we'd have jumped across and went down to the lower end, right there, we would have been right in. I could yeah. I would I would have fucking eerie shuffled that thirty six <laughs> right the fuck in, dude. I don't give a shit. We yeah. would have not lost dude, it. I'd have grabbed it up underneath the gills and by the tail and got. I would have done something. But I could. You can't reach down where we Lip had em. it at. Yeah. You know what I mean to yeah, do anything. We, and if I'd have had the net that Pat didn't return to fucking Chad that I should have had, like I was would have had. It probably all would have came to fruition, but hey, you know what? My uncle wasn't mad. I wasn't mad. Nobody was mad. We, dude, we are gonna. You tell, called me like we are gonna <laughs> tell that story at family parties for the rest of our lives, and like for us three to get to live that moment together, it was super fucking cool. Uncle Frank, like I said, when he went up to his wife after this, and he ended up he ended up hooking like four other nice walleye and having them in and everything else. Your dad caught the big walleye, right? Oh, the giant dude is. I we Mark said about big. 28. I said I I would have called it if it looked and when we let it go, it looked like the one that I caught uh in the musky tournament that was 31. So I would have called it. Oh man, it, it was, was fucking big and huge, fat, dude. Its eyeball was so fucking big. I couldn't even like. Wow, like I looked at its eye and its eye. It had some big fucking teeth too. Yeah, some serious fucking teeth on that motherfucker. Last and they, of the Mohicans, man. It Very was, uh, few of those big, big giants. You know, it's, it seems like there are more and more and more. I mean, actually, to me, well, we caught, no. we caught, if we there's hooked, less walleye, you're only going to catch the big old ones. <laughs> I mean, I think there's less. We're just on the the last of the 
You I know, don't know, the, man. The ones that are going to be true giants for they're you know fucking what I mean? big. That's for sure. Lately, we've been catching a lot of big walleye. I, I think your true giants right now are the last remaining stock of what was stocked in there back Few in years. 11, 12, 13. And, yeah. then and what's coming them. up through is going to be your natural reproduction of them fish after. But it's been six, seven, eight years since they've been stocked. You see river. a lot of big ones, though. You're, like you said, the big the big end of what those stock ones they're the were, they're fucking and, huge. And we see a lot of little ones, too. We so do. We do. You know what I mean? I've seen but throwing, I mean, I've seen a lot of giants, man. It's nice to Quite see them. Frankly, they're the ones that are going to breed. Mm. I mean, the little ones are good because that's, that's yeah. signs of the future. Sure, sure, sure. They are going to breed, but them things eat a lot of fish, though. They're they're amazing. They're they're carnivores, man. They're yeah, they're the, they're they're the might, only fish I it. know that could be next to the meanest fish. And, oh yeah, and still have their spot. Yeah. They they feed amongst the the predators. They That's are what we were right saying. Like there, they were toothy I mean? eaters at that pl- at that place. Yeah, you're today. not you're not bullying a walleye. You probably bully every other fish, but not not a big walleye. Uh, seeing no. a half a dozen walleye or so on the fly, and a muskie and one hybrid, and probably five. You know, in just one spot. Your dad got like it was a really good right be- and today. it was all right or before that year. fucking storm moved in, Mark. Right before that rain moved in is right when that thing hit. Weather trumps. Yep. It is. I mean, that little like right before your it triggered. Window. Right there too. Three what o'clock. Two thirty. Three o'clock. That's when we hit them. Those two. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. The musky whack. It was sweet. It was cool to see. It's cool to see. See, that's not where Excuse I would me. picture them sitting in that in that place. I would picture them down low. Sure. You know what I mean? Huh. Like in that big slower yeah, area. Sure. I just wow. It was. I, where uh, do they sit in the tank? At, I, w- I don't at, think uh, I would I wouldn't have been as excited wherever they want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'd have been as excited if it wasn't the situation. You know, when you don't expect it. So like, if we would have been, like, I, I didn't act like that when Mark and I caught one, or he caught that one when I was with him. You know what I mean? But just the, the situation of, like, holy shit, I'm not, I, I'm expecting to see a certain fish. If he would have looked over and said, oh, I have a 15-pound, uh... Hybrid. Uh, no, 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 um, channel cat on, Jay. I got a 15-pound channel cat. I said, oh. It would have been more realistic I'm to like, you. I'm like, oh, yeah, sure, sure, you do. Okay, yeah, that sounds yeah, that right. that could happen. A fucking 36-inch muskie. I'm like, holy fucking shit, though, my God. <laughs> you know, it just sends you into like, oh, and then you know you now you're on a ticking time clock. Yeah. The time is clicking. What's going to happen? Yeah. Is it going to pull up the hook? Is it going to cut the line? Yeah, something's going to happen. What's going to happen? Yes, yeah, it's going to it's gonna bite through this line sooner or later. You're on, like, so much time, and you're like, okay, now we need net, 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 and the net's too small. <laughs> I think we're going to, it's like, I told Frank, I'm like, it was like the Jaws. <laughs> I think we're going to need a bigger net. I think we're going to need a bigger <laughs> boat, you know? It's like, it was like one of those, hey, but, again, good experience. So did fun. you guys run into any smallmouth while you were floating? None. No. None. Fished hmm. rock piles. Did you fish it hard, or did you kind of just blow through No, it? we fished the hopping really, really hard. Oh, my dad. Oh, that's my slow dad, water. Okay, Should have yielded some fish. Dad lost a big one right off the bat. Okay. Good fish. Good fish. He was fucking pissed at himself. So. Yeah. That's what happens. I caught uh, my own, myself. I caught a, uh, uh, we'll say eight inch. Eight-inch smallmouth was the only thing I caught. That's what you caught today. Yes. Only fish on a closer. Yes. I went. I did less than that one day. Them smallies the are going to start pushing now. That water's just down, getting below sixty. They're going to start consist- pushing. That are holding ground. Need some consistency and and yeah. They're moving that are winter grounds now. I need some 
Water, man. They can move wherever the hell they want. It needs to be deep, though. You know, it's got to be there's, one of those deep spots. There's a couple there's deep pools there in that flow. You know where Oh, it there's is. a bunch yeah. in that hole, in, in that, that spot. Flow, but, but you know where they're going to be up top. We're just going to have to anchor on them and fish them. That's going to be it because they're all going to be pulled in sections. You're not going to be able to just keep floating by them. Not now. They'll, they'll start to get that way. You're right. Yeah. And they're, they're just start, yeah. You're right. Right. Close. I mean, we're, we're sub-60 mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Even, even my one buddy was like, um, like the fish down in Columbus when we always used to fish smallmouth. We had They had a wintering hole. We would fish them through November and December down in their wintering hole and catch a ton of them. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it was like we knew exactly where they're going to be. It's big, deep pool, and, and it was near a bridge, you know, right and lower a bridge. It's, you know, that's where the deepest spots are. And quit shine or fishing for small. Oh, ones. sure, but you could go rip anything through there if we'd know what we know now, and it yeah. would be the same things. That's you the just thing. gotta find the fish find and where the they're gonna fish. be. That's where they are. I went to a winter hole and caught one, a steelhead in his natural <laughs> habitat, right in his winter hole. It was like <laughs> it was like it was like lake fishing, not lake like like Lake Erie where there's waves and shit going on, like like a pay lake where everybody was lined up with. Lawn chairs and <laughs> fucking debris everywhere, and but the lake was in the background making great you know sound for me, and I was out there. Oh wait, getting... did you actually catch it at that place? Did you catch it in the creek at that place? You were illegally fishing, weren't you, Jace? My dad oh, said no, he caught no, that I in that place. I didn't catch it a fish at a trout run, but that. <laughs> I, I thought f- you were. <laughs> I, fished, I thought you did. I fished lower elk. Jay which, pinned it from his truck. You pick up, yeah, exactly. You can't cast from the fucking bed. I fished down by the mouth at elk, and it's like a, it's like a huge bowl. I got a question for you it is fl- about it is the a center big pinner. Link. My dad and I had an argument the other night. So can you cast a center pinner? A center, pin, a center pinning rod into the fucking lake itself, or would that be incohesive to like the, how the reel runs? Well, you're not gonna run the reel. See, don't don't get the misconception that I'm just like letting this fucker walk the dog or something. I'm not. And in fact, where do you drift when there is no drift? So. It is strictly I, a drift rod, though, right? I mean, in application. That's what I mean. Like you can't end, cast no, it into the lake. Jigs it. Oh, I jig the yeah, shit out. I use it. I guess. Yeah, but on a stick, fucking drift, I mean, like when the, when it's getting pulled a certain yeah, no, way. Yeah, no. wait. Well, if you were in the lake and you this were. This is the center pinner's corner well, all by mean, SVS. Ultimately, you're going to get a right to left more so than a straight in or out. You know what I mean? It, with with weight, you could keep your shit where needed mm-hmm. be. So, yeah, you could fish that in the lake and drift Sucks. from right to left, whatever the hell you want to do, out from the mainstream. Can you? But, okay. Yeah, all guys do like crazy. I mean. Uh, I told my dad it would be, it would just like spool the reel all up funny. For me, it would. It'd be like, well, it'd be like fucking, there'd be like a bunch of knots and shit. You, you, like, never, ah, fuck you it. never not pay attention to the reel, my friend. The reel, the reel is always being paid attention to, minded. You don't let it just run and be like, oh, uh, maybe I I'll just wait for a bite. You just control that. So most times I'm just holding it if there's no drift and it's, it's stupid. There's no water. There's zero water. The, the CFS said seven, but I was looking for the gauge to be like, Where's the water at by this gauge that makes it say seven? Because Cause there's, there's nothing. No, there's no water in the creek. I went upriver like, maybe there'd be, you know, some fish moved on and spread guys out. I looked at the creek and I had to go walk and get closer to the bank because the creek was like way down in there. I'm like, holy cow, there's no water. So I fished down there, which is like a lake. I don't know. It ain't, I ain't really, I don't frequent there many times. It's all changed from when I was younger and how that mouth works its way out. But that used to be a, a less popular spot. Didn't have a parking spot so much, really. And then I seen it pick up to be, you know, more like that lake now. It attracts potential kayak anglers and different stuff. 
Now it's like a big lagoon back through all that. So people are right there. You could park, you could fish off a lawn chair, you're pick people picking beach glass or whatever, you know. It's like a like another one of them stops, you know, a little scenic place. But it's like Shades Beach. Yeah, mad people lined up fishing, trying their asses off, twitching jigs, throwing spoons, throwing spinners, guys coming down at right at last light, you know. Their marabou jigs better than your fly, who's better than oh, no. someone else's Rapala. I threw a fly for a little bit. I spin fished with two different rods. I did center pin sat in a truck because there's no flow and nothing going on. What are you going to do? If unless you're bait fishing, you're just waiting. So, yeah, no, I I seen a few fish caught, but did you weird. catch your fish on a fly rod? No, hell no, spinning rod with a crankbait, dude. Oh, there you go. That's and even be- That's even cooler than a oh, fucking. Man. That's way cooler than the fucking center pin. Listen, I had something whack the <laughs> shit out awesome. of them. Like you know how you you sure. kind of you kind of anticipate that strike. You know what I mean? You're thinking, and and I've had something really whack my spoon. I'm like, whoa. How did I not hook up and seem dull for a minute? You but need was, more treble hooks. Yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> I need yeah, more trebles. There's no doubt about that. But the wind on the water, I seemed more fish activity, like more fish busting and stuff. Moving around, it seemed like midday when we had that wind. And then evening came and it all died off. So I switched, you know, this spoon, that spoon. Had the spinner on, had a light spinner on. It's like I'm throwing this blue chrome looking baby crankbait. It's like a... A baby wiggle wart. And a couple cast in, and, and I just get railed. And Did it look like a sperm? Oh, it's yeah, it's like that one. You know, that shape. You know, <laughs> the one that you hooked in Jason's head many moons back. Oh, but yeah. This fish rails it, and by the time my pull is way more than doubled in half, I look up, and it's like, shh, just in air, you know, all its glory, broad sunlight. is like, like when you see an eagle, you're like, whoa. And, and it splashed back down, and, and it really didn't. It didn't really take me on a run. It ran right at me. So from there, instantly, I see I have a huge fish on. I'm I'm lightning on the drag. I'm changing the drag to you know I dug the hooks into them and these are one fish hooks. They're little baby treble hooks on this thing. Like you're not gonna if it's a ten pound fish, if you don't get them now, he's he's just straighten them all out and be gone. But the fish comes at me and it's deep there by shore. So we end up in a like a a tug of war at like five feet. So I'm watching it just do all its moves right there. And I'm just holding on, holding on. It makes one run, but a short one and comes back there. We do a little more back and forth at it going nuts. And I was able to get it on its side, but they're strong, dude. No wonder why. A lot, a lot of people around you. Oh yeah. Everybody's seen that shit. Man. So how many people want, can I kick that on a bank for you? I threw it back <laughs> instantly. Only after I dropped it after a quick pick. You no, know, I mean, into the sand. How many people asked like, <laughs> to help? Can I kick oh, that on no. a bank for you? Yeah. No, nobody came that, nobody came to my rescue, but yeah, I put the boots to it. I had lighter line on, but I mean, I put the, I put the boots to it. Not, That's the way you I didn't, do it, I, man. Well, I didn't kick the fish on shore. I didn't, oh, we I'm all talk, kicked the fish. I I'm said talk, I was going to kick a 36-inch muskie. I kicked ult- it back in after it dropped into yeah, the sand. I ultimately put my boots in front of its face. You know how you do it. You know what I mean. <laughs> Why, yeah. Boots, code, code word. Boots for scale. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, like this fish, dude, it was super strong. Super strong. And, and it didn't run me nowhere, just... It was a, it was a real deal fight on lighter tackle. I know why people come. Uh, I still come. I'll go to the shittiest place and fish a crankbait. I don't care. I did it, go to it a. Feels, shit. It feels good. That's why we come. Yeah. I still come. No, I. Oh yeah. No, I. I uh, Very seldom, but I, I come. Fished, I I landed that fish. That <laughs> when made, she tells you to. That made my whole and day. Where? Yeah. No, that was the the first fish I caught all season. First steelhead, and it's so late. 
I mean, we have no water. There's yeah, nowhere it's fucking to ridiculous. There's probably nowhere to fish for one that you can't see. You know. It, Hold on, we're in what what, what week in there. October is it? Second, we're Second, mid. Third, like, it's October eighteenth. Okay. Yeah, we're like usually early. if elk wasn't at like like if oh, that's if that's God. at if that's at seven where he was talking about the whole system would be full. It's at like uh, a my a negative two, so like there would be seven hundred fifty million dudes there. There's probably zero. Literally, there's probably zero. Oh, there's no, there would be there's all not kinds zero of people there. Spot. There's a lot of people there, but I mean, there's zero. Fish. What are they all holding each other's dicks and rods in each other's hands? Close to it, close to it. Fishing bait on flower. What do you mean? What are they doing? I yeah. will take what I did today over that any day. Oh yeah, no, nah, I, I mean, it was nice weather. I thought you guys are gonna get beat up by some wind for a little bit. It started to get breezy, but uh, today's a nice oh, fall upstream day. Wind was if you like fall, suck. you gotta pick what you want to do and do it, cause that's the time. It I is was, fishing season. Uh, we need a lot of water. I was with all the guys. Oh, we do need a lot of water. The table's right. just, there's nothing in it. Even if it yeah. does rain, I mean, it's just, it's going to soak up for days. I mean, there's just, there's nothing there. Cold, the cold ne- weather is affecting this. these fish because there's no water. Yes, you're right. Really, really it's affecting them. It's hitting them harder early and later in the day. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, the steelhead the next day when I went to trout run just to touch chit chat and give it a look, uh, they wouldn't jump. They weren't, they had no energy. It was so cold. That was a night it frosted here. Didn't frost over up there, but it was really cold. Cold air was cold. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those fish were lethargic as hell. I didn't see nothing caught at Walnut, which was should have been for the the whole place being lined with fishermen. I should have seen more hookups, and I didn't see but ten. You know what I mean? One guy next to me hooked two, and some guys like play them out. I enjoy it. Play them out. The net guy. I had his net, and I'm like, you want me to net him? This dude's over there pretty much insisting that he nets him. Fucking, I'm going back to fishing. He's like, enjoy it, play him out. I was going to say, yeah, you should reel him in and put him in the net. Because if you don't, you don't catch him. Right? What happens with every second you have a fish on? Their hole in their mouth gets bigger. And the ability to lose the fish. And and the fish pops off, and this guy's all the way from Pittsburgh. And he's like, this is fucking dinner. He's probably upset now. And the other guy's like, yeah, just enjoy it. He probably comes down here every day, lives up the street. You know, <laughs> sure. But you what should it? you do when they're when Chase. it's battle fishing? Chase. Put they're the fish in the net. Chad's playing your music, man. I know. I heard Drake for like the last three minutes. Did, did the guy lose song. the fish? Yeah. Nice. Oh, I mean, then he caught. Then he caught nice. one. Then he caught one, <laughs> and it went into a bucket head first, and was like, dum 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 dum, and he throws his net over it, and then he's like, I'm gonna take this back to the car real quick and fish a little more before I head back to Pittsburgh. <laughs> before I head back to Pittsburgh, <laughs> fuck him up here. Yeah, he was happy. That was his first one. Yeah, I, I know how he felt. Oh, yeah. I know how he felt. I've seen some Amish guys. They hooked the one on the end of the pier and lost it. Everybody and their mom was here, bro. Guys were fishing bobbers, and you know, it's like back and forth because the wind I in there. I guess we're from not from up there either, but man, I've been up there so much. I guess I am from up there. I could be. Re- I could fish right around any yo-yo, and in fact, he'll be my friend. I'll talk to you. I'll unhook your shitty braid off my line. I'll do all that good stuff. I ain't got no problem, but, you know, the last thing I was going to say yeah. is pick your fucking lineup or what are you doing? You know what I mean? Just how it is in some places you fish. Like, hey, do what you want, man. If I pick to stand next to you or, or ended up with the bad luck of it, I could move. <laughs> Fuck, it don't matter. It was, so it was one of those things. But as I drove up to leave, so many guys were on yeah. them it, fish with so no water. It's been so long since I've done that. I'd almost be willing to do it again. If we were all like, hey, let's go up. 
fucking oh, Cass Rapala's and Cass fucking Paula's so you can watch no. Chad Catherine in the back of my head. No, not Cass Rapala's, but I let's go take a case of beer. Go steelhead fishing. Look, put it like this. Need some rain as of right now. Fills up a little bit, maybe even strip streamers. Yes. No, oh, yeah. no, do that. That's the best place to fish right now. Lower sections of oh. streams where there's no control. The we water. should just put you my boat I mean? into Flat. the access area at Elk, Elk so we no, can dude. get away from everybody no. else. We can sit on the opposite thought, side in my I boat told and strip streamer. The bottom of Ohio in the tunnels. Chad, all those places. Come up in the tunnels good. right now. Chad did that in his boat, but we yeah. could take his Elk raft up at that. Listen, I told Evans. Oh, yeah. I told Evans he should put his raft in Elk because I guess yes. your, your dad told me nobody can go on that. No, dude. You could fish that whole area oh, yeah. yourself, and the only person you and may run into is like one guy potentially on the other side uh, on the bend. Streamers, dude. It's all water in there. It's full of full of water. Like it's a, like a lake down there, like a lagoon. Yeah, dude. Got kayak fucking, guys go up there sometimes. And streamers out of my raft for fucking steelhead all day, or just set up. It and would be fun. Put it to them, man. Dude, like they're gonna hit it like a fucking freight train, and they're gonna be berserk right now. Yeah. It would be cool. I, I I always tell my dad. My dad loves steelheading. He just he, he there's still like loves it. There's like 500 yards of no people I, area. I, I don't that I I love That's the big I water. like the fish. The fish are section. fucking cool. It has nothing to do with the fish that my my dislike for being up in that area. It's the fishermen. It's all the fishermen. Exactly. Like I love steelhead. They're fucking cool. They hit like a freight train and jump and do everything you want a fish to do. Lower uh, ends on them tribs with wide, big, flat water are what yeah. you want for this you time of year to catch a do the same thing or, here or, or whatever striper, else. They don't jump. That's, that's the a hybrid's only fish. downfall. Yeah, but man, my, when you're looking at fucking backing and the way they pull and just go, it, they, nobody cares about the jump. I'm just saying, that that's their only downfall is they sure. don't jump. But, they hit, but they'll hit on top. Yeah. And so they'll we'll smash. Mm. Yeah. Sure. No, no. In different <laughs> Areas not with the regularity of the hybrid will, but not with the ferocious, ferocious no. bite like that. Yeah, no. now that's one thing. I've watched steelhead come out and slam shit, and sure. it's good. It, they hunt. They're they're actually predators. And you, if you go out in a time like this, this time of year, you got the advantage to making multiple casts, working, you know, long cast with a fly, like for sure on fish that are in undisturbed, you know. No current areas. You could potentially hook some fish. They're just cruising out there. I would do it. Wait till we get water. Well, I mean, but I got yeah. I got a, I got a steelhead trip coming up soon. We've got our trip all planned out for the uh, for to go up and uh, hang out with Ryan Evans. There's water guy. there. There's water. Yeah, the you one place you, you can go with you water. You can't stop the water from no, going there. There's definitely water there. It's like a lot of water. There's never not water. This might be able to actually be enough, low enough to bring Erie back down to normal level again. Because it has yeah. been way Yeah, high. like three feet high. More than that. Yeah. At one point, it was up to like yeah. six. Yeah. Oh, no, the lake's Three was like the reg, though. We just three don't was like have the no water. We don't got no water Hopefully inland. We, like, and it's crazy because there, you know what I mean, rain doesn't change anything. So you could like learn that it wind. Wind on the one lake will change. Like, if you can get like a little bit of murkiness off the... Off the off one lake to the other, off off Lake Erie to fucking Ontario. I mean, then you could really start to get into some fish, and you could fish them for longer in the day, without you know, if even with some like uh, uh, less water, you know what I mean, or any any kind of water, like you'll get that murkiness. You could fish them later into the day, uh, without having like the overcast or anything like that. So, 
I don't know. We'll see. It, I, I'm going earlier this year than we did last year. Um, Bro, I smoked them the whole time I went first week of November. I, I was talking to Evans like, a few days ago, and him and all the boys were up there a few days ago in the, into some uh, into some uh, stuff. So, you know, it, again, <laughs> scouting and doing. Well, hey, but doing you know, that's awesome for him. To, no, water. for him to get into some fish, dude. The the fucking what's it called? The 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 salmon are there now. You might as well go up and get some fucking salmon if you're oh, gonna go. I mean, salmon and, and, and early steelhead are go, showing up. If you're gonna go, you might as well fucking book a trip with them, right? Yeah, go get some stuff while you're. Well, right. I mean, ultimately, we got we got all kind of steelhead to do as soon as it rains. I would go up and fucking book a trip with Evans if I was gonna go anywhere. Oh yeah. Fuck steelhead fishing here. Fuck steelhead fishing all those places. Call Evans and go up to New York and and book yourself a steelhead fishing guide trip. That's what I would get done. Hey, I'm what, gonna go do it in a month. What one week from tonight, you'll be able to hear Ryan Evans talk about where and when to fish. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hopefully, we're now. Not... Now's the time. Or he can look back. I'm sure he's mentioned, forementioned in previous. Before shows, Jason what... interrupted me, now's the time. <laughs> Go fucking catch these fish. Well, well, I wouldn't say now's the time. I would say in a, the upcoming weeks, it's gonna be. Fire. Yeah, so go get yourself a trip. Yeah, no, book now. <laughs> you know, that's the thing to plan for that's a trip. Insane. You got to get ready now, but it's a little early. I mean, we haven't got, especially Lake Erie hasn't got the, the cooler water yet. We haven't, you know what I mean? I think oh, that's yeah. the issue with a lot I think, of the I fish. I called not the hotel. Running. I am ready for the poutine, dude. Did I you am, tell him have it on? Oh, dude. Have I, it hot? Dude, I'm like, do we have to wear a mask or not? Do I have to eat this poutine with a mask on or not? Through my mask. Uh, you have to shovel it under a mask. I, I I hope not. I hope not. Or I hope I don't have to take it back to the hotel room because that would not be great. You just either. put it in a feed pouch and you'll wear it. Oh, uh, it'll mask. be amazing. Like I, Justin's coming up this year. Uh, he hadn't. He didn't get to come up last year. God bless him. I mean, shit, he missed it. He missed a really shitty year. So. Oh no, he he missed the worst. That it was the best year. year. So uh, hopefully he comes back up and is good luck. I can't wait to fish with him. I've fished with him in a while. So yeah, I feel bad I have to miss out this year, but you know, it'll be good. You guys are gonna have, gonna have a great time. Hey, I'm gonna. Dad will be there. Brian will be there. Uh, Evans even asks, "Is uh, Brian coming up?" Because that dude is a fucking hoot. <laughs> He's like entertainment on the creek immediately. So the, I hope Jace can come up for a day. Oh, I'm gonna go fishing, man. I'm. I mean, ultimately, I birthed you to go do the shit. So. Hopefully you could fucking catch some fish maybe in front of me. I'll just pin behind you. But yeah, anyway, I catch all I the fish, Jace. Hey, I showed Jason. I showed Jason wall. how to catch forty inch Lakers in Niagara. Don't worry. You didn't but... show me. You didn't show me. You you, you <laughs> let somebody else show me later. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, ultimately you gotta let men be men and think they can catch them and let them get skunked <laughs> on their fucking own accord. But hey, here's how you do it, and that's how I do it. So. No, no, you took, I, you I took fixed... a center pin rod and said, try to do this with a fly rod. I'm like, well, it's going to take some figuring out. Oh, no, 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 no. You got this, man. You're professional. <laughs> Add more weight. <laughs> hey, you have a podcast, man. You should not do hey, it. Put hey, another fucking bo- Put another bobber on. That was way before the podcast. One, what, just one year. But no, that is sweet fishing. And in fact, I, dude, I, that kind of water intrigues me to fish every way. Like, I want to throw a big spoon out there and swing it because all you got to do is. Find the angle, wait, let it do its thing. It's kind of like Joe fly fishing. Oh, strip for... a streamer before uh, before well, light, before light's even more fun. Cause you could if you go down there before light. Is there less water and is it no, easier? Before no, no, no. You can, but you can hear. <laughs> that's what I need. Well, but before the light comes out, the fish aren't so far out from like right True. in front of you. They're hitting, they're hitting shore and they're crashing bait. 
So you could hear these lake trout crashing bait right in front of your feet. And if you strip a streamer out there, you can catch them. It's, you mean, it's, you it's, mean it's, let it's it not, strip itself? Help it do whatever bit. you have to <laughs> jig do. it up a it couple is, times. It's, it's an insane waterway. You walk down on it the first time, it makes your your stomach drop. You get I sick. I still get nervous. Oh yeah, you're like, how is this all even gonna work? I, I want Marky to go up there just just to just to see it. Oh, it's day. not it's not just the easiest. I know you've seen Niagara Falls, but it's pretty cool. It's something different. But it like this, dude. They're musky in there, Mark. There are so many ways to catch fish in there. So many ways. That that's a good river and. Oh yeah. The thing is, with if you're yeah boat, there you go. You you mentioned it. Then you can really do what you wanted to do. If you think what you do now for muskies is cool, imagine throwing all that weighted line down there and holding on till you get ripped. You know what I mean? Like you could swing you flies could with seven hundred grains of line, right? Like yeah, you could. It. Like well, I'm saying now you're gonna have to look upstream, there. cast upstream, work it. You know what I mean? See it in your mind's eye before it cool. ever could happen. That's big water. That's pretty intriguing. Yeah, seen a guy out there. You're ripping. running a motor full time on that. I, oh, yeah. yeah. No, I seen a guy out, old guy, ripping for salmon. The dude on the boat had headphones on. He's paying atten- as much inten- attention to this fucking river as he can. It's windy as shit. This old guy's out there getting thrown around. He falls down in the boat one time, dude, but he wanted to swing for salmon. He's casting his ass off. And this was like early season. He was working hard. Oh, you see a lot of the depending on where you're fishing at and the, on the that river, wasn't you the can, easy you way. Can really, you can really you get to see a lot of boats. Some of them will be they'll post up right in front of you and start drifting like and they're it's fucked up because they have all that water to fish. Well, at that time of the year, exact same water that you are. But at that time of year, you're loaded. They're, that's where oh, they're sure. at. I mean, that's you no no longer is you got the better place to fish as a shore fisherman, and he wants to sh- in on it, too, you know? I mean, we're all going to share it. Oh, sure. It's pretty cool, though, to see. Oh, hell yeah. That's They're trolling, like, quick fish, bottom bouncing. Hell, I wonder if yeah, flies... Yeah, bottom bouncing. I wonder if bottom bouncing flies would be a, a pretty insane... A changer bounced. I mean, that's going to be a real thing. If, if you were... <laughs> well, exactly. They use all the kind of plastics and shit. That's a sweet yeah. place to fish. Except if you do it with a, a center pin like me, yeah, none, of your, none of your fish counted. Nope, they don't count. I don't even think I got one on a spinning rod. I lost some fish on spoons and spinning rods. That's the rod, only place that I would say it's halfway even. That's the only ag- place you ex- need one. Acceptable. That's the only place you need one. That's why I say all the rest of this around here, that's a lot of it isn't even, you, you're kind of forming bad habit because there's no water to do it. All you're doing is, you yeah. know, frog water fishing. When you, and, see, when you see guys with center pins at Crooked Creek, oh my God. Yeah, help no. Me. Help yeah. me. Help me. What are you doing down here? It's not adequate. I mean, all right. So the, the gotta be bigger water and steelhead corners over, Jace. Uh, anything else we have to talk about tonight, guys? Yeah, shut up, Jason. <laughs> I don't have anything else. I'm enjoying this. I'm sitting back listening to you guys. This is Pro- fun. He's <laughs> a professional steelhead fisherman that goes once a year. Just, I, just to note, just to let let you know. I don't like steelhead fishing, Jace. It, You're not good at it. It's not often that my face isn't in this microphone making dick jokes. That's a, sitting, that's a different... Sitting back listening to you guys, it was fun. That's a different joke. Jason, Jason was better at steward fishing when he slept in the car. <laughs> I, I, I mentioned that with my uncle today. I said, he said, you know, I don't... My son doesn't want to come out because he's, you know, he just goes out because, you know, help makes his dad happy. You know, that's the only reason he goes out. And I'm like... Well, that's the only reason I went out for fucking 12 years of my life, you know? It's like, oh, my friends are all out or my dad's out here. I guess I have it? to fucking go. But he's look, like 16, look, though, ain't look, he? Yeah, he's like 17. But oh, look shit. now. 
He's a metalhead now, bro. Yeah, but he should. I pictured him as maybe enjoying stuff like that. The outdoors? Yeah, I don't. Uh, no, nah, not really. It's a different Unfortunately world. Fortunately enough, kids don't like the same shit we did. We'll get past no. that, right? Yeah. Hope our kids enjoy the outdoors. Maybe guns. <laughs> so, guys, do we have anything else tonight? No. We cover the show. This is, this is the song that I was talking about, bro. Oh, this, this, this is my shit right here, bro. Up. Turn it up, chat. There you go. Drizzy. Right. Do, let's do the plugs over this, because I got a, I got a good song to go out on. <laughs> this show brought to you by Predator Fly Gear. Check him out, PredatorFlyGear.com. Mark is not impressed. <laughs> my shit, bro. Mm-hmm. Sims Fishing. Fish it well. Find all your gear at simsfishing.com. Yeti. Yeti.com. Yeti coolers. Check them out. Hey, tonight's show has been brought to you live from the Urban Fly Company studios. Check them out at urbanflycompany.com. Tied on A-Rex hooks. Go check them out. Why not fishing? And They're at the dock. Queen City Guiding Service. QueenCityGuiding.com. Check them out. Book a trip. Hey, check out tonight's guest, uh, Brendan Gomez at the Salty Stash on Instagram. What was the other? What was the? Angler's Lens. Angler's Lens also. And we're out.